Blog Talk Radio. Yes, folks. We are joining folks over there in the Mac TV US Open at the Central Broad Regional Park Stadium. We're going to pick up the cricket action until we join Mason and guess around about 6.18. Enjoy. of Vinod Manchan and also Sasha uh, Grace. You're also going to be hearing Ivor Henry later in the evening. So we'll just be bringing you some until then. Right now, there are a break. U.S. All-Star, 120 or two. And they're in the 16th over. Jason Mohammed, he's in 25. Well, Jacobus Plenza, is it Plena or Plenza? He's on 21. Mark Duval is the bowler. He has none for 25 from his three overs, as the players are taking a well deserved break. And, of course, this is the time we usually join the cricket show when they're picking up Mason and guests out of my papers. So we just bring them back. Yes, commentator from London said she needed a pickup. She had donuts, Dunkin' Donuts. They say America drives on Dunkin'. And there's something at the back of the commentary box that will give her an extra pickup. She's going to get up very soon, and that's the Mad Hatters. Tea 
coffee. Yeah, I've got to wait five more overs for that, but it's going to be worth the wait, I'm sure. Yep. Good evening to the Cricket 360 crew who always supports the US Open and CCUSA. Jason Kailash, Rakbir Prasad Mohammed, Visham Shams Lalman, and the good man himself, Anil Dungi Lakan. That's the three of the guys. I want to say a shout out to Barrel as well. Good cameraman. Mike Rupwa. Oh, that's a good shot. And diving and trying to stop it at point. He was never going to really prevent it. Shot the bottom of Mohammed's bat. Just two. 122 for two. Yes, the Cricket 360 brand. That's a big brand in the West Indies in terms of media. It's Shamar Springer. And that's a wide. He's not happy. He does not look happy about that. And the young man may well find himself a date tonight with the match referee if he continues to argue like that with the umpire. The umpire is telling him to cool it. Yeah, the wicketkeeper keeps looking at a square leg umpire as if he's going to save them. But yep. no luck either there. It's Springer again. On the drive. A lack of time and allows a single and now the overthrow brings an extra. Yeah, I think that was thrown in anger. And... Uh, They've managed to give away another run because of it, which I'm sure will annoy them even more. Men in the piece of Jamar Springer. He's scared of the next one. He's scared of the Thank <laughs> you. 
know about it, is there? Thirty runs to win off 
22 balls. You'd like to think that the All-Stars are in control here, but having lost, just lost a wicket with the new batsman, Dennis Randon, in. It's uh, the Pacers to uh, really set the precedent here. Making sure the field are all in the right position before Zeke bowls. And it looks like they weren't quite ready as he pulls out of his run-up, making sure that everyone's in the right place. And we go again now. And that's a nice shot onto the leg side. And uh, they get a single. Brandon is off the mark. And Jacobus comes back on strike. Welcome back, Mike. Oh, well, it was true upon the park, and the weather's changing. Yeah? Yes, it's nice and cool out there. Um, it was really hot this morning and this afternoon, but now the sun is leaving us. We're going to be on the light soon. This time it's going big, really big. That's gone for another U.S. maximum. Jack is really getting into the swing of things now. He's... Uh, on 33 off 19 balls. My math is correct, which I'm hoping it is. Yes, well, Junior, this is not a day. He's better than that. He's gone for some 33 runs. He's in his last over. He's taken one wicket. Target of 166. So he's driving and well stopped. So Junaid is fighting to the end. So at least he prevented a, a one day of his bowling and make sure that they have to go into over number seven, over number 18. So these batters have worked away. Punching on the back foot, they were to go for a single. Yeah, it wasn't even considered to go for two there. Finish off the over 144 for three. Just to think that was... Archibald Ford of Freeland, that I'm going to see. I need to see his shirt number. He's wearing number 14 on his shirt. And oh, the camera was just on him there. Colin Archibald, he's from Nevis. I didn't know. I want to say good afternoon to President Carlisle Powell of the Nevis Cricket Association. And he would have been aware of Colin Archibald um, being represented here, Nevis being represented here by way of Colin Archibald. This is uh, one of the Caribbean islands I've actually visited. Very good. A little dark, but at least nice and quiet. It was, it was amazing. It's a um, volcanic island, isn't it? There's an um, active volcano in the middle. Yes, we have to need to speak there. There's always a cloud over it. Yes. Always good for the swim bowlers. So the equation now. Tall order. 22 from 18 deliveries. You have more ones than balls. We know how to get into this thing every time. You have more ones than balls. Do you really think that 22 is out from 18? Yeah, I reckon so. You reckon so? Yeah, I think the All-Stars are going to win this one. I'm uh, putting it out there now. <laughs> uh, Earlier in the draw, you said that's a story and you're sticking to it. And it seems as if you could be doing the same thing here. I have to catch you before the evening is out or before this tournament is up. They've got all right, so far, this time he's choking this one out nicely. Screw of the wicket. 
today's Italian to what, 29 from 21. The Springs from West Indies captain Dennis Ramlin on straight is one from one. We didn't have had in Sean um, he was split to be a sector, but I guess he's big hitting and not fired at his time. But um, there's lots more game left in this tournament. So we see young Croatia at some point. I'd say the last one, this one is Syria. It's in the air, but it's going to drop between three kilos. I know. Precision. He feels as well. He's going to smack in the middle of the world. In the meantime, they call it two. So, like I said, we've seen the most doubles in this inning from the U.S. All-Star. So, good running all around. He's had a good fun with the two opening matches. He continues all the way. London, like a teenager. And then, you know, running doubles and striking this one again into the off-lead all along the ground this time. And Amber's good for single. Yeah, they don't really push them too hard at the moment. The 19 to win after 16 balls. Singles will do the job and just on boundary whether that's the corner six really cement it in the win. Yes, it is also in the front here and it has been underway the first victory. The doctor's in school's book as a woman to keep people going around the six. That is um Spooner has the good game here. But like you said, they wrote it and short time with twelve fifty ones. Yeah, I think if they had just a few more runs on the board, it would have made it a bit harder for the Orson to get down. But as I said before, I don't think it's going to be easy up yet. And another single, taking it down to 19 on 13 balls. We're going to wait until the end of this conclusion of this match. And then after the end of Mason and Guess, we will be rejoining our commentators over at the Broward Regional Park. Commentators Ivor Henry, Vinod Manchin, of course, Sasha Chase. We'll be rejoining them. At the conclusion of this match, but I'll, we will stay with it until this match concludes. Looking at the young man, 
and uh, so we can get into the West Indies team. We need some youth, we need some youngsters, because uh, we have the 2023 tournament in the but showcasing those established players. And since the franchise cricket, we're bringing a lot of established players from overseas. So these guys are not being used um, in, in the territorial in the, in the, in the from the beginning, he's pulling out the sweep, pulling out the room, and he's just going to get one of those things with the boot. That's the next thing that's important about the keeper. You're doing 13 with Ajax. Again, kudos to Talai Powell, Talai Powell, the president of the Leeds Cricket Association. I'm sure you should have had something to do with the young man being drafted. Yeah, and he's probably this one from off the leg, but he's probably in the wide lawn area. And by the way, one was just um, told me by a WhatsApp. But the natural is going there. So he saw your picture. I see this man. Right now. Oh, they just need one one to get a super over. 
You heard it from Ivor. Ivor Henry calling it right. Victory for the U.S. All-Star by some seven wickets. And there we we, we will leave this commentary and join Mason and guests. Not as strong as it should be. The players are still getting their way. And I'm hoping that Indies, Ute content, do the right thing. I just need to listen to some of these. A guy scored 150 something. Not you know. And then it was I heard someone saying we should learn to bat like him. But why would a West Indian want to bat like Sri Lankan? Why can't a West Indies batter like a West Indian batter? The West Indian player and common sense. And we are lacking it because I don't think we have the personnel in place to instill what is required at that level. If you're going to take a man into war, you need warriors. Our personnel is not enough warriors. And I think we're missing the boat. They keep, we come on this program and we repeat ourselves all the time. I, I'm in chat groups for this, this, this uh, program. You know, and people are saying, why is Philo Wallace here on this program every night? Why don't we get somebody else? Why don't they come trying to help us to find solutions? I was in a meeting this afternoon, Dr. Ford, for Cricket West Indies, trying hard to find solutions through paper, really? through installation of policies to make our cricket better. And you get people asking why you're on a program every week. Because they're the people in the background who will not come to the fore and make a significant contribution. All they do is sit and criticize what we are trying to do. All we are yes. trying to do is give answers to reoccurring problems within mm-hmm. West Indies cricket. Mm-hmm. And if the three of us have to do it every Tuesday night, I am prepared to do it. I don't get a salary from Cricket West Indies for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm honored to be asked to do it because it's something that has helped me in my development as a young man and now into a middle-aged man and a father. And it helped, cricket has helped me. And if I can help try to bring, mm-hmm. instill a kind of discipline into mm-hmm. our young cricket program, I will do it. Uh, Philo, Philo, just hold your horses. Just hold your horses there, Philo. Uh, let's, let's go to Jamaica because this breaking story in relation to, to Marlon Samuels, as you know, he's gotten some trouble before. Let, let's go and join Wayne Walker, the noted journalist uh, from Nationwide. Hello, Wayne. How are you? 
we're trying to we're trying to, to to talk to Wayne Walker, but um, a story did in fact break this this evening on the news and uh, in relation to, to to our good friend Marlon Samuels um, being in some trouble, and uh, we're going to try to get Wayne Walker. We had him just now. Uh, Larry Mears will try to to make that connection, um, but we will certainly follow that story for you. Yes, fellow, you can continue. Sorry to interrupt you. It's okay, Andrew. And people don't understand what cricket means to the Caribbean. We're going off to Pakistan shortly. And we want, we want that team to do well. I believe the same coaching staff and management staff will leave Sri Lanka and go to Pakistan. And we will hope that something good could come out of Pakistan. Our captain, Pollard, is not going. The, the selectors and the board have, have, have decided, look, we're going to try two young men. We want them to rally around these young men. These, they have to start looking at our future in cricket. And if we don't look at our future, we're going to forget the future and keep looking at our past. The future is where we have to aim to be to get our yeah. structure going forward, Dr. Ford and Andrew Mason. And, and it hurts deeply. I know a lot of former cricketers don't speak about it. They don't come on this program for one reason or another. But I know they hurt. I would like them to say it. So that the other people oh. who believe that over 50 test matches that you're better than a man who plays seven, but yet the man who plays seven and the guy who plays six, they're saying the same thing. It is unbelievable. We all have the same desire to see this great West Indies cricket product rise again, but it can only rise if we in the Caribbean have lifted those who have ideas come forward. There's no secret about it. We're struggling. Yeah, we are struggling. We've been to Sri Lanka and we lost a deal, and we still, we still were beating them above 100 and spit. But yet we want to back good on the last day. Those things are not right. Our planning is wrong. We played one fast ball in Kimar Road, so then the new ball was due. We didn't give it to him. These are things that we should send out messages and say, listen, give the man the new ball. Try something different. And I've been listening to Andrew and the other commentators. We need to try to think outside the box. But we can't think outside the box. And we have people who never went outside the box. Well, and that is where we are missing the point. We don't yeah, have people I can tell you that. here. Yes, Bilo, I, I've heard you and I, I heard the passion. But, I mean, I, I get to interface with, with the regular cricket fans, either at the office or even, you know, as I, as I go to the gym. You know, people would speak to me about cricket, and I can say generally, without quoting them, that there's a great deal of disillusionment and disconnection uh, between the fan and the the brand of cricket and the standard of cricket that's played uh, by us right now. And and indeed, some people are somewhat ashamed and and actually looking towards even watching the Ashes and and other sports. And, you know, I, I mean, from very the very elderly women to, to even the younger individual. And I think that it's necessary to appreciate what's happening with the fan base. And we would like to see some cumulative, you know, drive and, and a building towards an improvement. But also, of course, uh, being rhetorical and saying the right thing. It's okay maybe if you do it once, but the thing is to, to see and to hear the logic and maybe I think that the the board and the coaching staff and 
and even some of the players need to speak more about what they're doing and let us have some insight into their past and, and the logic of, of what they're, they're trying to do. Um, I, I read uh, an article by Brian Davidson, and he was really suggesting that we haven't been practicing hard enough and that maybe some of the players of the past were more hardworking. Uh, I've also seen some, some other articles where even if you look at the cricket, even in the middle, that there's so many, so many intricacies there that people can build on. But, but the problem, Philo, is that you have a player generally who would start and look promising, and we've seen many of those players deteriorate and not develop. And I think we have a developmental problem, and I guess the, certainly the coaches and, and others can't be happy, and I think we need to hear more from them and, and to be honest about, about their frustrations and failures and force to hear what they need to do. I agree, yeah. I agree, Dr. Ford. You look at some of our players, they've started wonderfully well in Test Match Cricket and ODI, and there's no continuation. You know, we, we, we had a, we had a, a batter who scored 200 at Headingley some four years ago. I, I, I can't replicate it four years later, and you ask yourself, why? And you hear that Headingley is the hardest place to play cricket, the bat, the ball swings all over the place. This man has done it. And if he can do it there, what did he do there that he is not doing now? And these are the things that hurt me. Because I can remember when I played league cricket for Durham, for Sunderland and Durham Senior League. We had 26 matches a season. 13 at home and 13 away. I have the highest run score in the league. Something hundred and something runs. You know how many of those runs, Dr. Ford? I play the team at home, and I score 40. When I go away at their ground, I want to score 80. I want double what I made at home because there's a desire to do well. I find that I don't know if they have the desire to do well often, consistently. I've been watching a video today with Brian Lara who scored 300 and 500. How do you score that run? to have the passion and the ability and the mental attitude to score runs consistently, I don't think all players have mastered that craft. There's a missing link between consistent scores and their scoring runs. Our players score runs, you know, 25, 30, 40, and then 70. They don't consistently score runs. And that is my problem that I'm seeing. Uh, we had a fleet of our bowlers. They don't group together consistently enough to get 20 wickets. And that is the problem. We are missing consistency in all of our ethics. And you're right. They might not be training hard enough or practicing hard enough after, after good performances. They might come well, up to the and relax. No, but I'm not saying, I'm, all I'm saying, Dr. Ford, consistency is missing in the whole cricket and West Indies element. And then if you look back, we used to be a very consistent side. Now our performances are not consistent because they're lacking. They're lacking in the ability to be consistent. Maybe the guys are tired, they're too hard. But I don't think they're consistent enough at the international level. And that is where we are falling down. 
Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break now. Uh, we're still trying to follow that story in Jamaica. We hope to make some contact pretty, pretty soon. Uh, we, we do hope to do that. But let's pause for a business cause when we come back. Yes, we, when we're pausing for business cause, and we too are very, very disturbed about the news coming out of Jamaica. Don't know what is happening. No details about it. Marlon Samuels being wanted by the police. I understand that is the situation. I don't know what he has done, but he has been a guy with uh, been involved with a lot of incidents in the past, and we just hope it's too bad. It will be cleared up as soon. We wait for rejoining the commentators over in. Uh, in the broad regional park in Lower Hill later after the commencement of the uh, after the conclusion of this around about 7.15 or about it will be a late match and we will carry the closing speeches as well and during the course of the week we will pick up the cricket action daily maybe one or two of the matches and of course we will definitely carry the finals on Monday and the semifinals needs be. But we wait for to join Mason. Yes, let's, let's see if he's back. Let's see if he's back. Mm. I said he's yes, still there. <laughs> I tell him not sure. I tell him get pillow. I want to be educated. <laughs> I see. I see. I see. Sir, we both have the passion for improve by any means necessary. And if we have to come here and we have to bring our guts out to get it better, I believe that the honorable person that you are will do it. You have been the leader of St. Vincent and the Grenadines for such a long time and the country is blossoming. And I know that cricket is within your veins of your blood. And it hurts to see where we are at. It hurts. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> well, I think on the basis of the recent performances um, in the T20 World Cup, in the abysmally poor um, outcome that we have had in Sri Lanka, and uh, the very mediocre, um, in fact, Bilopa performance here in the Caribbean, in recent times, I, I, I think it would be fair to say that the cricket is now in a state of crisis. Mm. I, I'm very often reluctant to use the word crisis because, you know, it's a very popular journalistic term. Everybody says every time there's a difficulty, there's a crisis. There are difficulties and there are challenges. What we, are, what we are having here is a full-blown crisis, not, not, not a crisis of governance so much, but a crisis in the performance. But it is connected to governance, connected to what is happening also off the field. I see a crisis as a condition in which the, principal, the principals are innocent of the extent of the condition and have no credible bundle of ideas as to the way forward. Mm. 
so that if you are not innocent of the existing conditions, well then, the first limb of the definition for crisis, in my view, doesn't hold. But I sense that there is an innocence by the principles as to the extent of the condition. Because every time that I hear persons speak after a poor performance, a terrible performance, you get commentaries about, well, we didn't do so badly, you know, we didn't perform as well, but there are such these bright spots. And we keep looking for them as though we have to fool ourselves as to what is taking place. I don't think we ought to fool ourselves. And I don't, I'm not so sure from what I've been hearing that the persons who are in charge at different levels that they fully grasp what is here upon us. And secondly, we need to know with greater clarity if there is in fact a bundle of credible ideas as to how we can get out of this profound crisis in our performance in cricket. We certainly deserve to hear from the leadership of Cricket West Indies and all those connected there too. Because I, I had a discussion with my friend, Kishon Shallow, Dr. Shallow, who's a good man, a good leader, and he has good understanding of life, living, and cricket. And I asked whether there has been an in-depth analysis recently as to what is taking place. And he said to me that there was a retreat by the leadership and the persons involved, people involved in the leadership on the field, the coaches, the selectors, everybody. I believe that we are at a particular point that we need to take, so to speak, a fresh gap. When the wicket is problematic, the fellow would know this far better than I do, and when the bowling is of a particular fearsome type, spin or pace, that sometimes you just have to take a fresh gap at how you are approaching what we are doing. And we need to have a symposium, a conference, we need to have something involving a wider cross-section of persons other than those who are just involved in the current leadership and the current makeup of the, the coaches, the, 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 the people who are leading on the field, the people who are selected. We need informed persons across the region from different walks of life who can contribute to a greater understanding and a fashioning of solutions and to have also business and governments there because ideas may require certainly would require money to be implemented and we have to have a particular work program 
with plan of action, with particular timelines, with targeted outcomes, for us to get out of this mire. It's, 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 it's awful. And we, 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 I don't think we can take, certainly I am not prepared as a supporter of West Indies cricket to take these kinds of comments which we hear um, from time to time after very poor performances. I, I, it's, it's, it, it, it doesn't work. I mean, tonight, England is playing Australia in Australia. Mm-hmm. A lot of people from the Caribbean are going to watch that game tonight, Jim. Starts, I believe, around 8 o'clock. Yes. Because they're going to see a pretty good level of cricket, professional cricket. Real determined work by serious professionals. People who know that this is what gives them their living. And it means something to the peoples of Australia and the people in the in England. I get a sense, and I, I heard the tail end of what Philo was saying just as I came on, as I, I, I switched on. I don't think that we are having the level of discipline by our players. We are not playing enough to repeat Clive, Clive Lloyd's formulation, enough for the cricket. We are we are not disciplined in our, in our, in our approach. It seems as though all of West Indies cricket now is but a prelude <clears throat> to persons to get IPL contracts, big bash contracts, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And if, 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 that, is, if that is what is required, we, we, we perhaps need to do something that I am wondering, in the days when we had an abundance of riches in cricket, Let's say when you had the test team and the one day internationals. So it's pretty much the same fellows who played test cricket played the one day international. Mm-hmm. And you had an abundance of riches. You could have you could have fielded a second eleven, which would perform creditably with any other big side in the world beyond our first eleven in either the test cricket or the one day international. Basically the same players. No, every single format where we have we don't have an abundance of riches. We have far fewer players of quality and that everybody specializing this one is a is a, is a five day player this one is a one day man this one is a t20 and 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 people don't play enough cricket and everybody looking at to see where they can go and prepare themselves for the big buck maybe we should restrict the number of players mm. and because we just don't have enough good players to spread them out on all three formats, that maybe we may have a better group if we keep it narrow and 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 tend to play these these um uh, these these cricketers a narrower group of them to play all three formats. I I don't know whether this this, this is, is is making any any sense, fellow. I may well be off target on this, but it'd be good to hear this. The point is this: we have to think of doing different things. No. We have to manage this situation now, and we have to prepare over the next five-year period that 11-, 12-year-old young boys, young, who are going to school or in the villages, we have to take them, mold them, get them disciplined over the next six, five, six, seven years so that we can have a new brand of cricketers emerging. Because the truth is this, 
what we have at the moment is 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 an embarrassment. If they were politicians, they'd all be voted out of office mm. on the basis of their performance. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yes, all of them would be voted out of office on the basis of their performance. If they were politicians. And we bang politicians a lot. What you're saying is true because our good friend, Dr. Andy Roberts, believe that having three different types of players with three different formats is stretching our, our talent pool. We don't have a lot of talented presidents. And if you follow elections politics in Trinidad, the PNM has just lost the Tobago House of yes. Assembly. Mm-hmm. They were voted out because they're not performing. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Well, cricketers were politicians. Mm-hmm. They would be voted out a long time. <laughs> that management unit were politicians. They would be out of, out of office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I believe that Cricket West Indies, they need to sit down seriously mm-hmm. and ask the serious question to the director of cricket. Do we have enough talented cricketers to have three different sets of cricketers? Mm. Or do we have to go back to the Halcyon days where our test squad is mm. our ODI squad mm-hmm. with a few inclusions here and there and then we take mm-hmm. and we build a 20 squad. But we need to get mm. the best cricketers in the longer formats of the game. Test match cricket and 50 over cricket. With E20, we can always fill in the gaps, I believe. Mm. But I think and you're right. You don't have enough talented players with the ability to stretch across those three formats. So uh, I, all the I will, you know, I will wager. I will wager mm-hmm. that if you had T20 at the time of Clive Lloyd, and when we when we won the World Cup in 1975, you had T20 then. Mm-hmm. That same test team. You you sometimes um, our dear friend Collis King would be in or out. Mm-hmm. But that same team, which mm-hmm. played test cricket, played one day international, would have been the T20 side, and they would have been champions. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, 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 that's an interesting comment. Uh, Philo, just, 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 just let me just hold your horses a minute. Sure, Raghunath, um, the former West Indies uh, opening batsman, is joined us from Trinidad and Tobago. I don't think he'd be able to, to tell you why the PNM lost in Tobago. <laughs> but uh, uh, hello to you, my friend, uh, Suresh. How are you, sir? Very good. Good evening to you, Andrew, Philo, um, the Prime Minister of St. Vincent, and all others who are listening. My apologies. I wouldn't be able to turn my my camera on, so mm. please bear with me. Is it because that you're out exercising? <laughs> yes, yes. Just, just off the field, to be to be honest. All right. Good. Get into our class. I, I, I know, and, and I know you, 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 you always um, come on the show... And we welcome that. Uh, your reaction to the West Indies' poor performance in, in Sri Lanka, Shurish? Well, like any West Indian fan and former cricketer, I, I, I'm very disappointed. But again, you know, sadly, very, very sadly, I'm not surprised. Mm. Why are you not surprised? Given our track record um, in recent times, when I say recent times, <laughs> last two decades maybe, and especially, you know, when we travel to the subcontinent, we seem clueless. And uh, it's um, more of the same what we just experienced in the store of Sri Lanka. Mm, I see. Um, any positives at all? None? Yeah, I think um, Nkrumah Bonner, um, you know, batted well in the two test matches. Uh, 
De Silva is continuing to, to show good signs. Um, I'm encouraged by the fact that, you know, for Sami Pumal, who hasn't been playing for such a long time, hasn't been given the opportunity, I uh, grabbed the opportunity with both hands, the one game that he got. So those are some positives for me, yes, um, looking on from afar. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, apart from that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I don't see much, much positives other than those. What can be done, though, Mr. Raghunath? I mean, we can't continue well, like this. We definitely cannot continue like this. Um, and this is not just now. I heard you all speak about the players and so on. This is more than just the players. And I hope uh, my dear friend, um, our Prime Minister, doesn't take this wrongly. But um, until the, the governments of each of the Caribbean islands mm-hmm. understand that they have a role to play in the development of cricket in the respective islands and put money into the game in their respective territories to ensure that there are development programs that could be sustainable, West Indies cricket will continue to suffer because the money that we need, you know, we speak about examining the, the director of cricket, which I'm in a total agreement with Philo, but at the end of the day, these guys don't have magic wands in their hands and they need resources and we need to find the resources. And from an economic standpoint, I know it's always a difficult uh, scenario where governments have to, you know, um, look at the different opportunity costs when they allocate resources. But I don't think that governments um, and prime ministers are, are, are walking the talk as far as investing in the development of West Indies cricket to the extent that they could or should. And I think all of that contributes. So we are in a time, and I think we, we are struggling to, um, to understand fully the times that we are in, right? That this is not just about... Um, finding a group of players. We can't find it. We have to create it. And um, the other thing is that players are, you know, going for where the money is. And I don't blame them for wanting to play the shorter format um, where there's less stress on the body, longer careers, uh, greater earnings, and, and all of those things. And uh, we, we are just a victim of circumstances in the fact that we have a small pool of players and um, we are struggling to, to cope with the demands of international cricket. We could look at New Zealand as a model and it's something that I'm, you know, Afraid we haven't done. Look at what others are doing. And New Zealand, I think, would be the closest model for us to follow, given the, the population size and the struggles that they have had. But look where they are today with some planning. And I think, you know, a lot of that is needed. But for us to fix West Indies cricket, it is going to take more than just the West Indies cricket board. It is going to take the territorial governments as well to get involved, along with the corporate entities in the Caribbean, to help the development of West Indies cricket. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's go to Dr. Robbins Gonzalez for your reaction. Governments get involved? I, I think um, much of what my brother Zuru just said, um, I, I would identify with. But I think I, I want to demur a bit about governments not putting resources. The, the cricket board and, and the people who manage West Indies cricket say to the governments you do the infrastructure you do the facilitation and leave the rest to us mm-hmm. because certainly no government wants to quote unquote interfere with west indies cricket and it is not a it's not quite correct that money is not being put in because from the world cup cricket i think barbados is still paying the debt on the hundred and something million dollar um, facility at Kensington, mm-hmm. Green Park Oval, the one in Jamaica, which was built um, essentially on private property, 
And I think the same thing in Barbados, and there has to be a rapprochement between governments and private owners, and so on and so forth. So, Andrew, mm -hmm. it, it's several millions, hundreds of millions of dollars mm -hmm. were put into these facilities. And I believe on a recurrent basis that more money can be put in. But we have to, the, the, the board and West Indies cricket generally, the governance apparatus, you have to, you have to acknowledge that this, this commodity is a public good and everybody has to be involved in it in some um, material way. Because if I, if I go to parliament and I approve money to go towards um, cricket outside of the ambit of the schools and, and, and so on and so forth, mm -hmm. I will have to answer to the people while I'm, while I'm taking a chunk of their money and give it and associate it with something and I have, I, um, it's, it's unaccountable. But I want to, I don't want us to spend the time, in my view, on the issue of um, the, 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 the crisis in governance. Because what we have been saying, and I think what Philo has emphasized in, is a crisis of performance with individual players having ability, but are not taking their profession of cricket seriously enough within the context of the role of the cricketer within Mm -hmm. Indian nationhood. Of course, they have to make a living. I don't expect them to do it in the way in which um, cricket was done in the past. And, and, and um, after cricket has retired, they live in a condition of genteel poverty and so on. No, I'm not supporting that at all. But you have to have discipline in your work. Bonner is not... They, you look at them, necessarily the, the, the best player from a technical standpoint. But Bonner is using his natural skills and his brain and his discipline. And he is prepared to learn to play excellent pace and excellent spin. What you have with the West Indies cricketers at the moment is that very few of them can play good pace bowling and good spin bowling. Mm. You can play something of a mediocre level. And look, you come into the competition in the region and the standards are so uneven. You may make a score and you get not even 100, 70 all of a sudden you're a, you're a, you're a big batsman. Simon Nurse was blazing the play scoring runs and couldn't get into West Indies team. And when he finally got in and he performed, he was also dropped after he performed mm -hmm. because I felt that Clyde Walcott could come back and do better than he did. You remember that tour, mm -hmm. uh, I think in 1960, where England and the West Indies. But we, 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 we are not having the individual players who are buckling themselves down sufficiently. And... That is something in them, but it is also in terms of the leadership of men and also the training 
it's 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 an entire it's a complete interconnected thing you can't take one element of it from the other but what we are doing clearly is not working mm. and we have to do some of the we have to do fresh things we have to take fresh initiatives and some things which we are doing which are commendable we have to do them better otherwise we are going to end up in this embarrassing situation all the time and i don't want us every time the discussion comes up the crisis in performance is put down simply to a crisis in governance because i think while there's a connection the guys who go on the field have to take responsibility they're not playing as professionals mm-hmm. okay we 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 we're going to take a break now when we come back we're going to go to Dr. Ford, I'm sure he's got some questions. We're going to open the lines very soon as well, 4341790, to get uh, your input. But, of course, Mr. and Guest is brought. Yes, when we take a break, I just want to let you know that at Broad Central Park over in Lauder Hill, the second or third match for the day is not yet commenced. The Titan. Titans will be batting, and they will be opposing the Punjab Blues. Punjab Blues. And as I speak to you, the Titans are taking the field. Two batsmen for the Titans are taking the field, while the Punjab Blues will be getting ready to hopefully avoid the attack. Great, great, great facilities out there in the broad, central broad regional park stadium. And it's a venue and space that you, you're close by to watch the cricket action. Yeah, the wonderful commentary, Ivor Henry, Sasha, of course, Vinod Mantan. As I, as I pause, we go right back over to Milton as he continues with this plan. It's a very heated or very great discussion. Uh, I, I would say that the, the spinners bowl better, and I could see the spinners improving. But this lack of ability for the batting to improve, and this is not only this door, but the next door, speaks to the connection between governance, which puts a management structure in place and a developmental structure in place, which then imparts it to the players. Because we've seen these players perform at a level before. And my thing is, can we just put it all down to the players? Because I'm sure they don't want to perform. I'm sure the test players don't want to perform the way that they perform. So I'm asking you, are you discounting the connection between governance trickling down through that management structure to the players? Oh, not, 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 not at all. I, I, I agree with you. And as I stated this, they're all interconnected. Um, but I was trying to put a corrective to my brother, Saroj, who shifted the discussion almost exclusively on the issue of what I would call a crisis in governance. And by this, I mean not just 
the, the, the president and vice president and the administrative setup. I'm talking also about coaches and selectors and, and, and so forth, my brother. Because that's, that's in other words, the off the field um, activity. And you're quite correct. That has bearing. Um, but almost every time the discussion arises, that, that, that's where the focus goes. I'm not denying the interconnection. Because okay. look, look, look let, let us, I was, I, I was at Kensington um, when I saw Jason made his 200. Mm-hmm. And he batted then with the, the, the wicked keeper batsman from Barbados. Norwich. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, made 100. Uh, and the, it looked as though you had the molding of some players who could perhaps um, form the nucleus of a resurgence. Uh, but but it, it, it didn't last. It, 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 it very much didn't last. And I, 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 would, um, I would say that the evidence over the last 10 years, by and large, that we have seen a deterioration in batsmanship, both against pace and against spin. You have guys... You have, you have guys who are opening the batting and can't properly play the rising ball. Well, my brother, Doc, I mean, you can't be an opening batsman and you can't play the rising ball. Eh? Because you're going to be peppered with it. And the guys are going to do it at you. Also, wrong the wicket. Malcolm Marshall did that. Mm-hmm. When we had Malcolm. But other fellas are doing that now to us. And they're making us look silly. And sometimes you get the impression that some of the players are in such torment that the only way they can relieve their torment is to get out of the wicket. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, but, but the thing is that if, if, we look at, okay, if we look at all levels of sport, uh, especially professional sport and otherwise, you, you look at a team that's floundering, and usually what happens is that the, the coach the the CEO, the president, uh, they're changed, and you know things are done to make the the structure better. And, and I guess what you're speaking of is an inability of the various territorial boards to produce uh, those fine cricketers, and then for the cricket West Indies to harness the best of them to create a team. So there there are weaknesses at each level, but still the same solution that we see among sports teams all over the world still hold. Invariably, the, the, um, the individuals who are the administrators and the technical team and the people who impart and control the players to produce the product are still held responsible. Of course, if a player can't do it, we still get another player, but the same holds true for for the, the structure and, and the government. But the, the question I will ask you now after making that statement is another. Is it that? Let me just say this. I'm not, sorry, I'm not denying, I'm not yeah. denying that yeah. those who are leading must take responsibility. You know? I'm not denying yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. All, okay. all, all, I, all I want to do 
is not to is not to evade the issue of individual professionalism and performance. Mm -hmm. Okay, point taken. Point taken. Um, the the you you mentioned the twenty the two decades of difficulty, but is it now that in a COVID environment with two years of of attrition economically and governments less able to to have revenue to put into sports and many sports floundering, not only cricket. Is it that we are at a stage now where we are unable to help the CWI in the way that we would like and, and they have to be more independent and stand up more on their own two feet? Well, you know, I will, I will tell you this. I don't see why we can't be playing more cricket even at the time of COVID. Those who are going to play the sport, you take the vaccine, and those who are coming through, going to sit down in the pavilion, you play, you 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 take the vaccine, and and they they admit you they have vaccinated events. Now even before we had the vaccine, I gave permission. We are the first country in the region to give permission to play cricket with the, some Indian organization which was involved. The, the local West Indies cricket, the West local cricket association was involved, and um, with two, two with, with a set of local teams because the, the some television stations in India were starved of cricket, and we set up the protocols, and cricket was played here in St Vincent and the Grenadines. There was a, a competition um, called the Vinci. Um, Premier League, or uh, I think that's the name of it. Yeah. Um, I I don't see why we can't play cricket uh, at the time of COVID. We left here, please. We left here and go to England to play cricket in the worst of the COVID period. Why can't we play cricket during COVID here when the COVID situation there in England was worse when we went? That's true. Well, so who, who, who should be called up to, to making this a reality? Is it the, is it the individual territorial boards? Is it, I mean, who, who is it? That it, it, it I, I, would say, I would say West Indies board and the territorial boards. They're acting in concert with one another. Mm -hmm. And to go to governments, those governments, which are sensible enough in relation to this matter, so that you can have... Um, COVID, you can have a, now that you have the vaccine, you can have a vaccinated event, of course. And if you're a player and you don't want to take the vaccine, well, then you don't get selected. There's a, a requirement for the vaccine to play cricket. It's not unconstitutional, you know. A requirement for a job is not unconstitutional to take the vaccine, not illegal. Not unconstitutional. Certainly yeah. not in St. Vincent and the Grenadines, mm -hmm. or as far as I know, in the Commonwealth jurisdictions. Mm -hmm. mm. um, so, Rich, I just want to, to ask you, though, as a follow-up to what you said earlier, what are your expectations from government? Do you think governments are doing enough for cricket in the Caribbean? Um, well, I don't want to be at variance with the, um, with the Prime Minister, because I want to get back to St. Vincent soon, hoping that he would again... <laughs> host the, the Masters tournament. Right. But, um, so I, 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 
of, of and, that. And, 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 and my brother, when we host the Masters Tournament, and um, I have um, I, an event, as I always have at the official residence of the Prime Minister. Well, that's it the event was... I'm looking forward to more than the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it would be a vaccinated event. <laughs> we will follow the protocol. Just, just, just organize the thing, you know. And no, 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 no. I'm there, I'm there with you, my brother, Suruj. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, Suruj. Yeah. What do you expect? But but it would be a vaccinated event. <laughs> we will follow the protocol. Just just, just organize the thing, you know. And no, 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 no. I'm there. I'm there with you, my brother Suruj. <laughs> yeah, yes, Suruj. Yeah. What do you? it would be a vaccinated event. <laughs> we will follow the protocol. Just, just, just organize the thing, you know. And no, 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 no. I'm there, I'm there with you, my brother, Suruj. <laughs> yeah, yes, Suruj, yeah. what are your expectations? Yeah. What do you expect from government? Well, listen, I'll start at CEO level at CTCB and then meet with uh, West Cricket Board and, and, and other CEOs of the Caribbean. And uh, what we need is um, for each territory to have development programs where we are producing good coaches, good cricket pitches, good um, uh, uh, development programs with, um, with the requisite resources invested to ensure that players are, are, are coming through. All right. We also have to realize that in today's world, the, the challenges that people have. Hmm. All right, uh, we're just trying to make sure that we get uh, uh, back on track. Uh, let's pause for business calls. Mason and Guest is brought in association with Yes, Mason. Yes. 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 Yes.
team um, selectors and the coach. And what do you expect now? Mm. And you see, uh, you see, uh, you see, Mr. Um, the, the man from Ponsonk. Uh, He's putting most of his deeds down in the islands. The commentary is poor. Everything mm. is poor. The cricket is poor. Mm. So, so, so we have, look at the era before Cameron and after Cameron. That's what you go all good. You beat, you beat in England. I think they were rated number two in test cricket in the world. Mm-hmm. They draw the other games. You had Jason Hall, that who was the, the best captain after the Richards and Sir Clive Lloyd in West Indies cricket and history. And you dropped, because the guys invented Bangladesh, you dropped the players and ran a man like Craig Baffert of poker. And, and the, these guys born in the... They don't they too many pokers to invest in cricket. But he has said to go over and invest in cricket. Scarlet? Not Scarlet. Yes, Scarlet. And his entourage should have been gone instead of extending their period. That's the big, that's the other side issue in the best in this cricket. How can you go to captain performing in number one all around the world? The best mm-hmm. captain since we riches. And, and these guys. Okay, interesting, interesting comments coming from you. Can we take another call? 441790. Hello, welcome, Nathan and guest. Good night, sir. How are you Good doing? Good night to you, sir. No, let me say that. My great-grading career finished a row runner three cup times, huh? Mm. And that would have been for Princess Marriott School. So I would have played with Dalston. I would have played from one of your fellas, Albert Proverbs. And I would have played with being Daniel and those fellas, huh? But do you think that this is the bottom of the barrel for West Indies cricket? It is. And I, I, I believe that because I heard one of your speakers talk about Mr. De Silva, the wicket keeper. Hmm. I think that this is the worst that I have ever seen of a wicket keeper, wicket keeping for West Indies. De Silva? It's the worst. Oh, is that uh, you would have to be watching the same game that I watch. I watch. Mm. I mean, you got a wicket keeper, mm. and I'm, I was never a wicket keeper. Mm. But I understand wicket keeping. He set outside of the off stump to a leg great bowler who is bowling off thin to the right hander, mm. right? And the ball is delivered. And if the wicketkeeper see where the ball is pitched on center or, or leg, and if the keeper takes off down the down the leg side, this can be wicketkeeping. Mm. And when he realizes that the ball is going up to the arsenal, he's like, go three kicks that you you bam, 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 bam. Mm. You want you watch that? He's not the best. He's okay. I mean, yeah. The truth is that yeah. Craig, Craig has lost confidence. In him, as far as the reviews are concerned, oh. because I I, 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 have, I I am seeing that that the captain has lost all confidence in the wicket keeper, who is the lynchman for calling for the reviews, mm. and it seems to me that Craig has lost confidence in the wicket keeper because the wicket keeper is lost. And that is all I have to say for now, Mr. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you very much for your comments. Can we take another call? We can. 
Hello, welcome, Mr. Lingas. Hi, good night. Good night Mr. to you. Right, get out to you on your panel. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 thing, the thing about, I don't know who really go around and scope for um, talents and stuff like that in the West Indies. Mm-hmm. You see, um, basically, it, it becomes a point where where you go and you look at talent. You can identify a talented cricketer from a long mile. You mm-hmm. see, and not just about persons so these people like or whatever the case may be. You see, you may have to, um, let me say, pull forward a cricketer and push him into the deep end and, and you will realize that some of these cricketers mm-hmm. swim. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, we are in trouble. We are, we are in big, 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 big trouble. And, you know, there are a couple of things. I don't think there were students of the game, number one. Uh, the Prime Minister spoke about discipline. And you know, Sir Andy always talks about this whole business of um, looking after yourself in terms of personal performances. I'm not sure that these guys are doing In fact, I was just looking at a WhatsApp message uh, from a gentleman, and, he, and he's making uh, the correct point here. He's saying, Andrew, every time there's an ICC tournament, you know, with aspects of some, some big dollars, you know, you, you, you get people like Russell and Lewis and Simmons and company, Ram Paul, and they're saying they're playing T20, and the West Indies are getting ready to play cricket in Pakistan. Where are these guys? They only represent us in global tournaments. It's a big problem, you know. Very, very, very big problem. And you know, with interest that Pollard is he's injured, and it's, it's sad, but I'm sure that we're going to have a lot of these guys playing very close to when we're ready to play in the World Cup in Australia. That's a fact. And that's one of the problems that we've got in West Indies cricket. Thanks for your contribution. Yes, fellow. All the corporate support that we need. But if corporations see West Indies tugging, that the way they're tugging, who's going to put money behind the tugging product? We need to have unilateral harmony and move in the same direction for all of cricket to rise. May I ask a question of all the persons on the panel who are far more informed about cricket than I am? Does anyone here think that the current West Indies test team could beat the test team in 1928 when we first played West Indies, when we first played test cricket? No. No. And if, as I suspect, the answer is an emphatic no, they will not be able to beat that team of Mm -hmm. 1928. Well, you want to tell me, after we have been world champions and all the rest of it for 15 years, that you take nearly a hundred years, in seven years' time, West Indies would have played test cricket for 100 years, and we would not have been... We, this team now, nearing a hundred years of West Indies cricket, can't beat a team when we just started to play test cricket, officially. Mm. I pose the question. Mm. You, you, you remember that side? 
uh, they, we have historians here. We have Dr. Ford. Mm-hmm. You remember that he's a student of cricket. Mm-hmm. Can you say, Doc, that in your informed opinion, without any nostalgia for mm-hmm. the ancients, mm-hmm. that this, these guys could beat that team nearly 100 years ago? <laughs> well, we, we never like to, to compare the different years, and this is an age-old question in, in cricket and all sports about... Uh, I accept that. Make all the discounts. The Make all the discounts that but you I, want. But, that, but I will be honest and say that the present-day Indian cricketer isn't of as high a standard of the, as the cricketers of old in, in times mm. that I'd be more familiar with, mm. uh, you know, the 70s and, and in the 60s. But, yes, we have deteriorated, uh, and this is really the crux of the matter that we're looking at. We're looking at ourselves as a people, as an independent group of nations, as, as nations who have, who have even gone on to become republics. The thing is that we are in charge of a product and we have not shown the ability to cultivate and develop the product. And it is a reflection on us and, and our cultural and, and our whole uh, holistic development as a people. And, and, you know, when you look at New Zealand, for instance, that, that has the same amount of, of uh, citizens as we have, it says something about us. I think it even goes back to our educational system now, which may seem a bit controversial. Because I, I, I believe that the educational system of old and even the examinations were, were more difficult and, and made for better communication and, and individuals that function at a higher level. If, if you listen to, to the way some of our, if you listen to the older cricket leaders and captains and listen to the way some of our captains express themselves and even the average player express himself about a game that he professionally plays every day, it does not show uh, a working knowledge and, and the, that, that, you know, they, they just don't understand the minutiae of the, of the game that they play. They cannot break it down. Like, like the American can, like the, like the English player can, like, like the other individuals can. And I think that inability of our, of our players and even some of our coaches and other people to, mm. to express themselves and to say what they're trying to do shows that there's a limiting factor in the way that we're developing as a people. Mm. So, so to answer your question, yeah, I, I think that this team isn't as good as, as, as that team probably, but we, we have a lot of work to do on so many levels. Uh, as a developing group of, of islands. So is, um, are we students of the game? I, I don't want to, I, I, I sure. answer you, are the, you're the moderator. I, <laughs> I could have joined there, but you probably have some questions, Andrew. No, 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 I just, no, no, no. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My, because, my because, no, because, because when I listen to Dr. Ford, I think, and I've said it for I a long time. Himself, I guess. Yeah, I think Andrew has muted himself. Uh, Andrew, I Andrew, Andrew has muted himself to pick somehow. He, he, he doesn't seem to want to speak. No, 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 I, no, no, I heard you, no, doctor. He's speaking, but we're not hearing him. No, we're not, we're not hearing him at all. We're not hearing Andrew. But, but, uh, but, oh. George, uh, you, you mentioned some, you mentioned the need for development and structures. And I think that's a very important 
point that you made. But the thing is, uh, in your experience as an administrator and, and being there, do you think that we're actually trying to to get the point to solve the problem? Do you think that we get together? We have lots of meetings. Philo's always in a meeting doing something. Are the meetings bearing fruit or are we just having mm. a, a theoretical discussion? Well, it would seem as though it's all theoretical um, uh, because we're not seeing the the results play out itself, all right? And I think, um, you know, we, we're in a difficult place, actually. Um, I, I think everything rises and falls on leadership. The, what I would like to see is uh, a greater sense of accountability, people being made to, to be um, accountable for their performances. And, um, you know, we continue to reward mediocrity. But I just think that we are in a situation where we could hardly do better in terms of resources. So we have to play the same players over and over. But my... My thing is that, you know, I don't feel enough is being done in terms of the setting up the infrastructure to produce the players. Mm. So it's one thing to hold the players accountable for their performances. But then, you know, it's like putting a donkey in a thoroughbred race and blaming the donkey if it doesn't perform well, mm. right? And uh, I, I think we are, our players are punching above their weight class. They are like OJTs at test level. Right. And I think that therein lies, you know, a huge part of our problem. And what are we doing about it? So and that's why I am so um, adamant that governments need to be doing more to help the development of the cricket in the Caribbean, because we we all, you know, lament performances that are poor. All right. We, we go back um, down memory lane like the honorable prime minister just did. But is that fair? Right. And um, you look at how we have trans. Um, are uh, transgressed over the, or, or, or sorry, how we have uh, moved over the years and to becoming where we are today. You know, we've had some great times, right? We wouldn't have been saying, well, look, okay, you know, let's compare the 1975 team and the 1979 team to the 1928 team, would we? Right? We wouldn't compare the, the, the team that won the 2011-2016 World Cup with, 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 with any other team for that matter, right? So I think it's unfair to, 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 to really look at these guys and compare them to what is in the past without us doing what we need to do today. It's more, it's, this is more than just about personal responsibility, right, of what is happening on the field. And, um, you know, I think we all need to become, um, to, to understand that fixing West Indies cricket is beyond just West Indies cricket board. So whilst we might say that governments have their challenges to deal with, governments are a major stakeholder in West Indies cricket. Mm-hmm. And sport and sport development and cricket in particular, right, which, is, which has given us more identity than governments and, and, and territories of themselves, right, on the world map. I think they have a, a greater responsibility to help yeah. in the development of West Indies cricket. But, Sir Rouge, I'm not going to plead guilty to the charge that fellows who make a living from cricket. I, I don't expect you to, uh, Prime Minister. No, 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 no. I'm not going to plead guilty to the charge for fellows who make their living from cricket and who's supposed to be practicing all the time and train for this activity to go to, to, to um, the UAE, United Arab Emirates in the World Cup and play it so badly, or for persons who go to Sri Lanka and who played so badly. I'm not going to take responsibility for them and don't try and put it on me. I, or, or other leaders, 
we, we, we may be responsible for a number of things, but we can't be responsible for a fella can't bat or a fella can't bowl or field. I mean, that would be, that would be stretching um, causation. If you, if you say to me, Ralph, um, as a senior man in CARICOM and as a person who is uh, the, the current chair of the, the subcommittee, the Prime Ministerial Subcommittee on Cricket in CARICOM, if someone in a meeting and ask for the West Indies cricket board people to come and some other persons and let's have a discussion, I will say, yes, we should do that. But Suruja Khan, I mean, it's an absurdity to, to, to blame me for that as, as well as, as, as easily as you blame um, a, a, young, a young lady who decided to be a teenage, get teenage pregnancy or something like that. We, we have to preach. We have to talk about individual responsibility, man. And we are talking from that. And we are, no, no, no. And that was, that was with great respect. The main point, I think, in Archbishop, in, in, in Archbishop um, Jason Gordon's um, sermon or speech or whatever it is, you cannot build a civilization on leisure, pleasure, and nice time. Mm. You have to build a civilization on hard work and smart work. It's only when you build it on hard and smart work, you'll have to have the time to enjoy the leisure and the nice time. You can go from top to bottom. These are fundamental eternal truths from which no reasonable person can recite. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we can, we can, players can, and they need to, I'm not straying at all from personal responsibility because that is very important, critically important. But by players taking personal responsibility for their failure and the team failures doesn't mean that it's going to improve until we have proper systems in place, proper mm-hmm. development programs, proper academies where the players can develop. And like I said, these are the players who are the best players to play for the West Indies. And they are just not good enough. They can take how much personal responsibility you want them to take. That will not change their performance until we do something to help them improve. And what are we doing? And that's my question. What Suruj, are we doing? Suruj, let me, let me make this point. Do you can't go across generations? And I take, I take the point of, of, of Dr. Ford on this. But I, I discount it. But nevertheless, I say there is a, resilu- a residual point of some great influence. When Frank Worrell played for Barbados, he was still a Cumberman. Worrell had to go to school in the morning before the game started at 10.30. He had to go in the classroom and at an appropriate time, the principal allowed him to take the transport to go to Kensington. In fact, I believe he went to Kensington in a short pants to put on his long pants to play cricket for Barbados because his family put into him discipline, his school, his community, and he himself was socialized in a disciplined framework. Let us, let us, not, let us not duck this. I'm not denying all the other things about structures and systems. 
But I fear that at some point, we have to come face to face with it. It's like a workman is telling me, well, he couldn't, he couldn't do this because he didn't get the, this right tool. And, and, and he blames everybody except the fact that he is not taking enough time to train himself, to do the thing with expertise, and so on and so forth. It doesn't end with you, the, the cricketer. But in this regard, it begins with you. Mm. We, have, we have to put in, yes. But what is important is for us to draw out that person, that cricketer, each of those cricketers has something in him. Otherwise, they wouldn't reach that level. Are they putting out? And you can help to draw out something from them. Putting it in ain't going to help unless they have a sense that they want good to be drawn out. Good and quality. Good meaning, good performance. Quality performance. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is a, I think that is, I'm not denying all the structures, all the systems, all of those things, and the connection there too. But I listen to people like Desmond Haynes. I listen to Viv Richards and Andy Roberts and Holden and Clive Lloyd. And they come to the conclusion, when you listen to them, However difficult the situation, they have a sense of professionalism and pride in playing for their country, that this becomes fundamental and it's like a noise in the blood, an echo in their bones. Is this, is this kind of a feeling, a noise in the blood and an echo in the bones of our current cricketers? And that is why I began with the proposition that maybe we have too many well, I didn't even know Andy had made this point. We have too many people, too many teams. We should have a smaller pool and um, make sure we get some excellence there while we have managed this immediate period, while we build with a, with a work program, with all the elements, with governments, territorial boards, private sector, and everybody. But if we continue the way we are going, mm-hmm. hoping that something is going to catch fire, it ain't going to catch fire. I was on this program, and you may recall, Dr. Ford, you may remember it. Philo, you may remember it. When everybody was talking about this team going to play the World Cup, and I came armed with a whole set of statistics, and I said, on the basis of what we have had in the recent time, when these players play for the West Indies, I'm not talking about ITL, that it was underwhelming, and that I had grave doubts as to whether they will go past. I, the word I use, I say it is unlikely mm-hmm. that they will go past the preliminary round. I didn't want, I said I didn't want to bad mouth them or put goat mouth on them. But we are at a point where we have to demand of our players far more than they're delivering. And they're getting good wages for it, good money. Mm-hmm. Come on. If 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 um if they were if they were employed in other kinds of activities, people would not want to be engaged. People wouldn't keep them engaged. So we have to demand that. It's a public good, and we have to demand it. 
738. Uh, let's take a couple of calls, can we? We can. Hello. Uh, welcome to Mason and Guest. Hello, welcome. Hello, good afternoon, Andrew. How are you? Good afternoon. Good night. Good night. How are you? I'm okay. Hello, Wallace, on the program. He's Hello. very much in the program, yes. And he's doing all right. And he's doing a lot, yes? Well, I might be his first case. Why is that? I was a present vaccine this creator. Mm-hmm. I said, Lord Wallace, I'm going to call his name, his whole name. Mm-hmm. They come on any program publicly and criticize me. I will put him before the law first. What, what, is, that. what is that? I remember fellow going into a one day international and poking. Mm. Poking. Mm. I heard a caller call the program earlier. He's known on the calling program as the statsman. Yes. And declared that Jason Holder is the greatest captain after Rick Richards mm. and Sir Craig Lloyd. Mm. I heard David Thompson said one time he's going to be, he going to be to the dumb, but there are some things where I got to respond. Jason Holder is the worst, mm. and he only maintained his West Indies play by being made captain. When you are pruning a tree, you start at the top. Mm-hmm. Always you start at the top. I have said this time and time again, I will continue to say it, but where did Mr. Pete? Yes, you know it's Mr. Pete. You can put people in court even due to the nickname if they don't know the real name. Mm-hmm. The whole management structure of wrestling this cricket mm-hmm. need getting rid of oh, all of them. Jimmy oh. Adams, all of them. You know what, what I'm proving? Yeah. That people like Roger Harper, Jimmy right. Adams, and them stayed behind Gordon Greenies, there's my hands, Ray Richards, and all of them. Because when those guys back in the handman, not have much to do. Mm. I remember, but I happened on a tour to edit India or Pakistan when they had her money, that fella, I love it, not seeing yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, her one. And then her one. Who got the wicket to us? One. He, he, he took eight wickets too as well. Huh? Yes, he took eight wickets too. And yes. then. Well, I'm here to remind them. Mm. I'm here to remind them. this wicket is not going to go anywhere unless they deal with the management of West Indies Brigade. The management? Mm-hmm. Brigade management needs a complete urge. Oh, Every yeah. one of them mm-hmm. has so many great... Even being in the presence of Greg Richards, mm-hmm. being in the presence of the Curly Ambers, being in the presence of Bailara, when they curse anyone. And for some reason, our administrators are... I, I can see Ambrose Pierre when he talk. I can see it. You know, the one good thing about me and people in my era and yours, mm-hmm. we have seen the best cricket team the world will ever have. But when you love the game and when you're supporters of the game, it hurts. Mm-hmm. It does. It hurts. I grew up with Michael Marshall. I remember Michael Marshall going into a game with a broken thumb. Right. But they stop him? No. And these are teams that should be inspiring all the commitments that those fellas made. Yes. And it does not, I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from a joined the the world the other day and said that it's not coming for a team to slip. But when it can come from one to rock bottom, it's a serious problem. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. P. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for your contribution. 
Let's try and take a couple more calls. It's heading to 742 in the country. Hello, welcome, Mason and Guest. Hi, Mr. Nessa. How are you? How are you, sir? I'm good, and to all your guests. Yes. Um, I want to talk to Mr. Gazal. Yes. I am surprised that he is saying mm. that we are going to England and play cricket and COVID time. Mm. When he know that them people can play cricket up there, them people control we, we don't control them. We can't play cricket down here. We can't send our children to school here. We can't do nothing. But there people are doing it there, and there the government and they know they can't do nothing about it because we don't control them. They control us. Mm. But let me talk about this cricket. Look what's cricket. This cricket, <laughs> but this this hurting now. How can people before that just went to primary school could mm. dominate the world in cricket? But if all these fans for now, since great thing got some balance degree, you know, mm. but yet cannot the door to get no like this babies, they're not boarding right. How this thing can happen? Mm. She's on break. Mm. I promise, Mr. Yeah, I know. I I, I know you feel. Let's take a couple more calls. 744. Hello, welcome, Mr. Nguyen. Yeah, good night. Good night to you, sir. How are you? I'm fine. And they called to do some poetry, but my, my question is, mm. um, when we get batsmen that could bat both the white and, and bread ball, mm. we would do better call. It's amazing. It's nonsense. That I hear these flip players can't play the white and play the red ball and all that. Mm. We get Boston and Borders. I could do that. Mm. Our cricket will be better. All right. Thanks for your contribution. That's the point for you, uh, Doc. Let's take another call. Hello, welcome, Mister Nguyen. Hi, good evening. Good evening to you, sir. Right. I am total agreement with Mister uh, Ragonaf. Yes. He's making total sense. Um, I think our four-day game that we play in here should have the technology, mm. which is the ball tracking and snickle and stuff like that. Because mm. when, a, when one of our guys go and play and edge a first ball, mm. and he's not given a and he go on and score, he go on and score 100 or whatever, and he does that in three games, he may end up scoring the most runs in the series mm. and end up playing for West Indies. Right. And he go and play the international level now when he have the technology, he can't make it. No. So I feel that some of the, the governments in the Caribbean can help the 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 um associ- the cricket association around the Caribbean and helping to introduce more technology into the game. I also believe that the coaches though need to. I, I believe we should have some sort of uh, MOU in terms of having our coaches going over to England, mm. different county sides. But call up, but, but call I've got a question for you. Would you retain um, our current coach and his staff given the poor performances? Um, to be fair with you, this is the same coach that took us to Bangladesh with the second string team and we won to love. Yeah. This is the same coach that won a World Cup a couple of years ago. So I, I don't think the coaches, mm. I am in agreement with, I don't think the coaches is too much of the problem. I think our players don't have the necessary infrastructure mm. to get them to the level that they need to be at. So you keep, so, so you, so you keep Phil Simmons as the coach and Roger Harper as the lead selector? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't want to get into changing the team because West okay. Indies have not, Andrew, you should know this, West Indies mm. have not produced a world-class player mm. in a long time. In 20 to 25 years. And all, if, as a matter of fact, West Indies is the only test-playing country mm. that have not produced a world-class player in the last 20 to 25 years. Oh Even Africa, who have now joined, who's only played Saturday back in 1992, mm. have had um, 
People like the Villiers come and gone. No, but 25 I mean, years is long, Carla. You're saying we've not produced the World Task Group in 25 years? In 20, 20 to 25 years, you haven't. Are you sure with that? I'm confident and sure who you're going to call on. You can call so Jason Lauer, I don't so, think so. So, 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 so when they call out, when they sell When did Lauer play? Beg pardon? When did Lauer play? You know, Lauer started in 91. I yeah. thought in the last 25 years. I mean, I thought a player who started in the millennium. Okay. Millennium. Mm. You haven't had a world-class player in the millennium. Okay. Amla uh, um, and all those guys started in the millennium. See, um, David Warner. Mm. All of those guys. Dale Stain. All those. We haven't had a world-class player for 20 years. So you mean all of this. And we had the legends. Some of your good friends we have in this program as legends have, straight, have um, coached the team. Right. So Andy Roberts coached them. Mm-hmm. So Vivian Richards coached them. Rohan, can I, all of these players come and coach? And they uh, were failures. Mm. It has to be more than the, than the coaches. It has to be more than the administrators. It mm. has the, the, the infrastructural thing. And as I said, you must bring the, the te- Even the CPL do not have the technology. No, no. That's poor. Very poor. <laughs> you can't have a CPL, which and I'm talking about is the, is the um, number, mm-hmm. number two um, premier, um, uh, uh, um, thing, 2020 tournament, and you don't have the, mm. the technology. Mm. But mm-hmm. it's, it's fooling themselves. So I, I am not getting into the who, who Phil Simmons and those guys. I'm not getting into that because I don't think those guys have the tools to work with. Because the record is clear. We haven't produced a world-class player in the millennium. We haven't. <laughs> mm. All right. Thanks for your contribution. Let's take a couple more calls in before we go back to the panel. Hello. Welcome, Mason and Guest. Good night, Mr. Mason. Good night to you. Good night to you. Good. Um, what I, my contribution to this thing is that um, India did not advance to the World Cup, and what they did, they got rid of the whole management team. I think that we, when we get rid of the whole management structure, we will start from fresh. Because look, if you look at Phil Simmons and Roger Harper career, they never did anything for West Indies mm. in terms of winning, mm. and Simmons is a poor coach because you can't have an opening batsman and he was opening a batsman mm. and you say no um, progress with the batsman mm. it is poor and I think that it's time that they're seeing the, the bullet mm. and what they did know with this present team that mm. they're having mm. they should have blended some new players in the last World Cup and they didn't play in the World Cup I don't know if he's watched the 10 10 cricket mm. but I watched that cricket with interest Mm-hmm. And what hurt me most of all mm-hmm. is Russell. Russell opened the battle for his team. Mm-hmm. And Russell demolished that thing with 90 runs and 37 balls. And you could see the commitment that he mm-hmm. had in, in that kind of thing. I said, why could he not play so for West Indies? These men is only play so well, for them. Well, you have Russell, Lewis, Simmons, Hetmeyer, Rand, Paul, Paul is up there. Yeah, but what are these fellas? Are, are these fellas going to Pakistan? I will hope not. I will hope they seem done with this players because they could pull out from when they want to play. West mm. have right. a bunch of indisciplined players say they are stars. Mm. And we can't do for them. You gotta bite the bullet mm. and drop them. Okay. Because that's... if it had not for West Indies, they would not have made no no, no international cricket. Mm. And that's my contrib- contribution to it. All right. Thanks for your contribution. Now, um we got another ten minutes left in the show. I just wanna come back to you, um, Surge. Um you know, just talk quickly about the fact that Kieran Pollard ruled over the Pakistan tour due to injury. And you now have Nicholas Poran coming through to be the T20 captain. And Shea Hope is now going to captain the ODI squad. Are you in agreement with that, um, Suraj? Yes. 
Yes, definitely. I think both are very deserving and uh, it's part of building for the way forward. Mm. Is, is following the way forward? Well, you would have heard me in, in, in uh, the early exits in the World Cup when, we, when I was interviewed last on this program. Mm. And um, I would have mentioned that um, I would be selecting more or less a, a, a set of new players to, to um, challenge, not for the next year World Cup, but for the, the one after that in 2024, as far as T20 is concerned. Mm. And um, as the caller just said, and even though I don't agree with everything she would have said, but we need to make some difficult decisions some tough decisions, and um, it might include, you know, um, looking at your senior players, Pollard being one of them, and making a decision about whether or not you're going to go forward with them. Mm. At this stage, I think um, I, I, I think Nicholas Puran is the best bet as far as the T20 captaincy is concerned. And um, really, you know, I've always been a fan of She Hope. I'm disappointed when he doesn't do well, like he didn't do, um, you know, at all any justice to himself in this test series. But, you know, I really want to see him do well. Uh, as he has been doing in, in, in the white ball format. Hmm. Just before we go to the Prime Minister, why do you think Shehope is having a problem in terms of, of the red ball? What, 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 what's I, the, you don't know? I haven't a clue, you know, because strange. I, is, I, is, I, is I just... Is it strange, though? You don't, don't you find? It, well, it, it, it's not only him. You know, you have hmm. players who, for some reason, can play one format and can't play the next, right? right? And, um, you know, the... Um, the cricket connoisseur will say, if you can play cricket, you can play cricket and you can play all formats. But mm. it, it, it's definitely not the case. Um, you know, there are different triggers. I don't know if it's because there aren't four slips and a gully in a, in a mm. white ball game. Right. right. And the fact that he's opening and doing well, all of those things, you know, you can work out players differently in a test match as compared to a limited overs game where you have less time, you know, to effect plans and so on. And that might be working for him. And, you know, his technical or mental deficiencies um, aren't as exposed as crudely as it would be in one in, um, in test cricket, as, uh, you know, as compared to one-day cricket, and maybe that's helping him. Mm, I see. Our Prime Minister, um, Nicholas Poran, T20 captain, Sheho, ODI captain, um, is, in terms of Pollard, um, should we go forward, Pollard, Prime Minister? I, I, I believe that um, my brother Polly himself would probably recognize that this ought to be the end of the road. Hmm. Um, we are playing, we, we have a, an international competition. Hmm. We have a, a, a T20 competition next year, don't we? Yes. Yes. In Australia, yes. Yes. That's, um, I don't think that on the basis of what we have seen thus far. He has, has helped us and we should say thanks. Mm. And I think that we should have Uran is a person of, of, of um, real cricketing ability. In fact, I, I watch Puran and I think this young man if he were to put his head down properly, he can play all three forms of the game. Mm-hmm. Play it well. Mm-hmm. Which, which which I'm adding to the thesis, the general thesis, which I'm advancing, that all things being equal, you should have a core, which plays a core players, who, that they play all three formats. Um, and, and I believe that we, we, would, we would do, well, certainly we, we, we can't do worse than we did the last time. And I, I believe that there would be some 
rules somewhere. And just put that on the for, for Polly, but um, I don't believe that I don't believe that we should that you should stay on as the captain. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we should give somebody else. Uh, for Philo, you agree with that? I'm sure I, I see this trip to Pakistan as a very important trip for these young men who've been given the opportunity, particularly the leaders, Kuran and Chia Hope. Uh, the, the, the selection panel have obviously decided, look, Kuran is the deputy to Paulo. Paulo not going. Kuran has been slipped in as, as captain. He did it against, uh, mm. he's done it against Australia. He was successful. And I think that if Nicholas Kuran is thinking, like how the Honorable Prime Minister is thinking about him, I think he can he can set himself quite nicely to be that permanent fixture for our T20 captain. But mm-hmm. the need of his new guidance as well, she hope. I heard the caller that you were asking why he can't transform red ball to white ball. Mm-hmm. I think when you look at him technically, he says like side of the ball. Oh, I see. And in white ball cricket, they don't really attack the stumps. At test match cricket, bowlers attack the stumps a lot more. Okay. He finds himself betwixt and between. Just technical, Andrew. Mm, technical. technical. That's all. Mm. That, and, and these things are not—they're not hard. Because sitting over the right people and, and talking about it and going through it in the net. But I think that this opportunity for these young men, Andrew, to, to hold up their hands—I'm—I'm I'm happy. I was just surprised that you know we can slot in Kyle Mears into both of those teams mm. uh, because I, I think that he's one that we have to look at. Uh, that I don't know what has happened to Carlos Bravo. I don't know if he's injured. Uh, he might be injured. But we got to look at. Utilizing Palmiers a bit more, you know, in a, in a white ball cricket, I think that uh, he can mm-hmm. find some form in that white ball competition. I think it can do his white ball uh, play a, a lot of good. But these are these are strategic things that need to be discussed. But I think that mm-hmm. uh, the two captains, I hope that they can go to to, to Pakistan and do well. It's going to be tough. Pakistan are playing a good good cricket. Baba Azam is leading leading well. And we need to go there and play good, Andrew. I, I, I think, you know, the callers would say that we criticize West Indies cricket. I don't mm. think it's criticized. We just want to see West Indies cricket uh, do, do, do better. And these players perform consistently well. So I hope that these guys, when they get there, acclimatize quickly and try to get, hit, the, hit the road running and put in some good performances. These are all important matches, Andrew. ICC has given us no freebies. If we don't do well, we have to go and play qualifiers as well. So we need to try and get some points coming out of Pakistan. And I wish those two young men, the captain, all the very best. And I hope that they can get the squad, the squad members, to match up and really do well on this tour of Pakistan. But I congratulate both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pollard obviously is injured, and you know sometimes when you miss series and you give opportunities, sometimes you find yourself struggling to get back in. And I hope that the, the guys grab the opportunities that are presented now. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, the Texans will start to shake the tree. Mm-hmm. Final word with you, Prime Minister. Um, Two things. Do you think we should uh, look beyond Phil Simmons? And if you had to see the president of Cricket West Indies, your very, very good friend, Ricky Skerritt, what would you say to him? Well, I will say to him all what I've said here today. Mm-hmm. And I'll say a few things more. Right. In, in fairly colorful language. Mm. Which, if I were to use it, if I were to use that language in, in a public place, in a mm. public forum, mm. uh, His Holiness the Pope will excommunicate me from the faith. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I would speak very frankly to him yes. uh, uh, these things. And, and the suggestions which I've made, I'll, I'll also put for what they're worth. 
mm. including the one about some some larger gathering mm. uh, for us to to discuss and find a way forward. Um, the the I think that's that's one question. The second one you asked. Um, so Simmons, um, what do you think? Well, you, you think we need to move I, forward? I, I believe I believe that the the jury will look at Pakistan and see what verdict we are bringing in. Mm. You know, you 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 look. I don't believe that we should treat cricket in the same way in which we treat the, 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 the managers mm-hmm. for Premier Division teams in, in, in Britain and in Europe and the like. Mm-hmm. That you, you, you have a run of a few games which are, are, you're not doing well and you get kicked out. But I think that if we establish a reasonable principle that if you have not been a successful over a few competitions in a reasonable time that the jury ought to bring in a verdict not favorable to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he didn't... We, we see what happened in, in the World Cup. We see what happened now in, um, in Sri Lanka. And I think not only the, the, the young captains that they that they are on trial. Clearly, my brother Phil must be on trial because mm-hmm. if, he goes, if he goes here now to Pakistan and, and, and the, the results are not, the results are of the kind like the UAE mm-hmm. and also in, um, in, 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 in Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. it, it would become increasingly difficult even by the fiercest advocates of, of um, film, to make the case on the basis of performance rather than sentiment. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Prime Minister. Always a pleasure to, to talk to you. Thanks to you, Dr. Ford. Thanks to you, Philo Wallace. And of course, thanks to you, Suresh Raghunath. Um, we were trying to get something out of uh, Jamaica in relation to Marlon Samuels. And, uh, well, for some strange reason, all the journalists seem not to want to say too much, but you just heard that uh, a bench warrant has been issued for his arrest. That is a very serious thing in relation to Marlon Samuels. We're going to continue to follow that story. We heard it on Paul Mears' sports news this evening, and we were hoping to make some contact with journalists in Jamaica, but all of them, for some strange reason, are very busy. But that's the latest, and I'm sure that is a breaking story that we'll follow up. Thanks to you, Prime Minister. Thanks to you, Dr. Ford. Thanks, of course, to Phil Wallace. Of course, thanks to you, Stuart Rogers, uh, Raghunath, for coming on the show. I'm Andrew Mason. Here's hoping for a bright world. Good night. So we have come to the end of the nation guests. We have we join our commentators over there at Central Broad oh, Regional okay. Park. Score. And that's a lovely shot.
It is seven four three. Gone down to Long Island, who couldn't quite get the ball and uh, first last ball. It is seven four four. And it's going to be a double change in the commentary box. Thanks a lot, Sasha. Because I know that you'll be going. That was named short. Short hand chap. Straight down the ground. I know that Ivor Henry will be going down for dinner. It's not dinner men. He's a very frugal guy, you know. The Titans 91 to 4. Let me welcome a very dear friend of mine and senior man in the setup at the Council Museum. I consider, from the knowledge I have of American cricket, I've done a lot of work, have done human service in the development of cricket in Chicago. Good afternoon, my friend. Good night, in fact. Yes, good evening. You know, uh, thanks for the kind introduction. Um, yes, you've done a lot, but not enough. Well, uh, you're quite a young guy, so I know that a lot will still be done. Of course, he's a big man with Chicago Catchers. Not probably getting the season they wanted this year, but still always next year. Yes, uh, obviously, growing pains. Uh, and uh, like any club, uh, we're going through that. Let's see, even minor leagues have uh, adjustments. So we're looking to reinforce some new players, new talent, new management side. So hopefully uh, we'll have a better year next year. Uh, what I would like to see, though, is that the youngsters coming through the system. Of course, let's see, for instance, in Chicago, young Mahat, you know, he should be coming through the system. There should be uh, a system where, you know, these guys, because he has talent, they are the future generation. It's not only about bringing foreign um, interest in the cricket here in America and, you know, using the people of the diaspora. You have local girls like Mahat, and that's helped away around the corner by Nathan Stewart. That score goes on now to 96 for the lowest of four. Yes, and uh, Ashley Of 13 overs. There's one for 31. I don't mean the best spell, but 
to get rid of a dangerous Utley. Utley is one of those players who uses a few deliveries up front. And they don't I think he needed some width and ability to kind of free his arms. He kind of cramped him further in and then um, obviously played all over that last delivery. Now suddenly these figures look so much better by just uh, adding uh, one to the wicket column, right? One for 30 versus two for 31. It makes it that much better in a T20 game. Definitely. And uh, back to Shasha. We we have an opportunity now with the wicket falling. Where did he, what did he do with that massive Pakistani flag? Oh, it's um, at home. Uh, it's been wrapped around. We're going to pick it up again and head over to Australia in 2022 and go ahead and support our boys. They did wonderfully, unexpectedly wonderfully well. Very, There's a new Pakistan team. If you've been following Pakistan or Caribbean cricket, they're much similar, right? They're very mercurial. Mm-hmm. You can't predict what you're going to get with each outfit, but this Pakistan team was much different. It was predictable. Solid. Yes. Very good methodical. leadership. Yeah, I thought good leadership by Baba Azam. Uh, Asma. Uh, Najam, your your brother, uh, he, he keeps me informed, and he, he said that you had an unbeaten run as a supporter, but that ended sadly in the semi-finals. Yes, it did. Uh, but one of my runs is still unbeaten, which is my attendance on any India-Pakistan game where I'm in the stadium. And you will treasure that more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> this is a delivery that's pulled yeah. away but a down to the backward square. There is a fielder there. And that one more carry pair, another Sri Lanka Tobago player, and West Indies player comes in now. So, yes, yeah. And as you can see on your screen, Jaskar Malhotra, what a wonderful um, ICC tournament he had, where he hit six sixes and was also nominated to be named the Player of the Month. Um, and what a feat he has achieved! I think only one or two other cricketers have done that before him. Well. It all started with Sir Garfield Sobers, who struck six sixes. Well, that was in the English County League. This is straight away. Just opening the face a bit, Carry Pair. He had a good knock in the first game, uh, although the Titans lost. That was yesterday. So you just opened the face, played it late, and dunked to the boundary for four. Yes, Sir Garfield Sobers did it. And that was in England, playing at Swansea. And then you had... Mansoor Ilahi, he did it in Pakistan in domestic cricket. Ravi Sastri did it as well. He struck six sixes of a guy named Kirti Azad. You would remember that? Yes. And then in the World Cup in the West Indies, and this is where international play comes in now, Herschel Gibbs struck the leg spinner from Netherlands called Van Bunga for six sixes in St. Kitts. And then after that, you had... Yuvraj Singh hitting Stuart Broad for six sixes as well. And then you had Kyron Pollard doing it to Dananjaya de Silva in Antigua earlier this year. And I wish we could show Vinod's um, expression uh, while he was going through those uh, factoids, if you will, and the pleasure he was getting out of pulling these things from his memory. And it's such an amazing thing for me to see right here, Vinod, how... (laughs) how your memory bank serves you so correctly at the right time. And I think that's for all emerging commentators. If there is a word of wisdom, study the game. Yeah, you have to be a student of the game. You know, it, it, it's like, it's like you know, I was having a, dis- a discussion with Dinesh Ramdin the other night, and he told me that he's still learning. Look at that. Never ends. Yeah, the learning he's a student never of the game. And I think anything you do, you have to... to, to, to to be willing to learn to the very end. 
So anytime you think you know too much, then you get cocky, you get arrogant, and that is where the downfall comes. That is where it starts. And, um, you know, I'm, I've also looked at you, and you're a successful businessman, successful cricket administrator, and yet you always, uh, you know, remain humble and willing to help. And I, I wish that all our listeners uh, follow in the footsteps of Vinod, learn the game, um, be humble in success. And Ali Khan and I were having a chat last mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. Um, at our hotel lobby, and I consider Ali Khan as one of the poster childs of USA cricket, yeah. right? And and his ability to transcend from local cricket to international cricket has been the blueprint that a lot of American cricketers uh, and that's the four right there. And that's four runs. That one was hoiked away down too deep. But the runs continues to come. And yes, you are making the point, Shiraz. Yes, and I was re- I'm really impressed by the way he has been able to conduct himself in terms of being humble throughout the journey. He's known who, who has supported him. And initially, he had some local presence, but really put on the map by this very tournament, the mm-hmm. U.S. Open, mm-hmm. where he was um, joined in the team of U.S. All-Stars with Darren Bravo, the champion. And then the champion. He invested his money. Uh, he brought Darren Andrean Bravo to play for his team. So that was a negotiation that I was in the middle of. So I can tell you that he paid to bring those guys here. Ali Khan obviously was on his team, and they were able to, to notice Ali. And Bravo then took him to GT20 and then to TKR. And that's, you know, the story tells itself after that. Stuart just missing that one on that occasion, and he's looking to the heavens. He wants to hit that to Tobago, where he resides. His name is Navin Gonzalo Stewart, and he got that name from me on commentary. It has stuck with him. Can't give up again. We were actually doing a game. Cricket 360 was doing a game in Tobago. There was warning of an impending hurricane by the name of Gonzalo. That night, Navin Stewart, in a T10 game, made 98, struck 11 sixes. So I said on commentary that if Gonzalo doesn't arrive, Tobago fans have seen it already. Gonzalo never arrived, but Navin Stewart did, and the name has stuck with it. Tirelessly to come to Trinidad to be my guest, Trinidad and Tobago, and I know one day Pakistan will be there, you will come, and we will both say deal, deal, Pakistan. But you go to Tobago, that ground is it's a Sid Gray Stadium next to the sea. Oh, yeah. Navin Stewart dumped a good few balls into the sea. Wow. Navin Gonzalo Stewart. Navin Gonzalo Stewart. I like that name. Yeah. There's something about people with three names, really. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> has a nice tune to it. Yeah. So, so Gonzalo is on 27. Kari Pear is on 6. And uh, Nushtosh Kenishi, none for 26. He's in his third over. He will not lead the batsman dismissed for 26. So the Punjab Blues, as Stewart whips it around the corner, it was always going to be a difficult catch. It's into the boundary for four. The fielder on that occasion approached it. He attacked it. So I want to give him credit for attacking that ball. 
but it was always dipping on him and it went into the boundary for four. Let's have a look. Stewart going outside the off stump to make room to get it onto the onside. And that's the fielder approaching. It bounced. Actually, it bounced just. This is Gonzalo going down the ground. And that's six runs. So, Nevin Gonzalo Stewart is lighting up Central Broad at this point in time. Yes, and there's no hurricane in the forecast, So, but still, uh, he's going at it. Uh, I've been at U.S. Open for several years, as you know. This is our 12th or 13th edition going on as we speak. And he has been a regular performer for the last five or six years. You know, I was having a conversation with him, and he told me when he initially, and this is, this is so interesting, initially when he came to, to play cricket in America, other cricketers in Trinidad and Tobago poked fun at him. Outside the off-star, this is cracked away, putting good power on that. He's only going to get one. And they told him, uh, you're fighting down bush cricket. Nevin then continued. He continued his journey here. He did some classes with young kids. You know how it is. Um, playing here, playing there. Now when he looks back, just over his shoulder... He tells me that so many cricketers are now here playing what they term, quote-unquote, bush cricket. Absolutely, and that's the new version and the new format that has taken life. How about, uh, you know, I propose that we do something a little different for this segment. I'm, I'm yeah. seeing that we've got a lot of traffic on our Facebook page suddenly. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of people that are actually putting out comments like Karen Smith, they've got Judy... Garcia, everybody is really enjoying the coverage. So what we'll do is we'll have people who are watching us, especially on Facebook Live, to put out some questions or comments for the legendary commentator. Nevin Stewart is going up in the air, high into the air, and he has entertained us, but he leaves for 38 of 19 deliveries. And if my math serves me right. That's a strike rate of 200. Delivery outside the off-stop. It took the top edge. It went a mile and a half in the air. It nearly brought down an American Airlines jet with it. And a lovely catch there by the bowler. Those are always difficult catches to take because sometimes the ball goes beyond the light and then all of a sudden it appears and you have a short reactionary time. Nevin Stewart Leaves the arena for 38. It's 127 for 6 or 15 overs. Yeah, so and a strike rate of over 200. And that's the way to go, right? If you get your team a good quick fire, 25 plus, with a strike rate of anything that's over 180, then as a batsman, you have done and contributed towards the total that your team is trying to get to. Yeah, I think he's put his team in a position that they would not be too happy with. And the the number of wickets they have lost, but 127, five overs to go. What what do you think might be a good final score here, given the current situation? Yeah, I think in the day games, we're looking at about 170, 180. I think because it's night cricket, it's a little bit, uh, I want to say for the batting team, it might be a little bit more difficult just from a two perspective and everything. So I think anything over 165, 170 might be a good score, but... T20 cricket, all it takes is a couple of overs to turn things around. And as I speak, 
uh, a new facet of Jaskaran's game has surfaced in the last couple of months. Is and he's he's kept for the Team USA. Yeah. He's opened the innings, and now we see him taking the bowling from uh, on 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 behalf of the Punjab Blues. Well, he's a complete cricketer. That is what you call a complete cricketer. He did play for the US All Stars uh, many years ago, and in fact, it was just about two years ago he represented the US All Stars. And he was a wicketkeeper batsman then. And now we see this element of his bowling. I saw him in a minor league do that. Delivery pitch outside the leg stump. Elmo Hutchinson can't do too much with that. Yes, and they're good mates uh, going at each other because they both play for the U.S. national team. Uh, Elmo Hutchinson, one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet on a cricket field. Um, and, and it's fiery and pacey and when he's got the ball in his hand you don't want to be in front of it yet uh, if you talk to him he'll be nice and he'll give you that big white smile that uh, all you Caribbean folks are uh, so familiar with as uh, Jaskan comes in uh, Almore plays him for a single over Medon um, and Jaskan is really taking the charge adjusting the field uh, on his own bowling so uh, this is going to be an interesting um, part of the game, Vinod, I think, because this is the area where a lot of teams either start to slide or they make a comeback in the next couple of overs. That's going to make it or break it for the for the Titans. So there's uh, Elmore Hutchinson uh, taking a guard, and it's, it's funny. Cricket is a very funny game, right? Especially T20. A uh, wicketkeeper batsman is bowling and a bowler is batting right now. And Elmo goes for a big one and dropped by Jesse Singh. Um, was, I think he was very well comfortable underneath until the last moment he had it. And then he's saying he probably lost it in the light. So you, you were saying, you know, the lights and uh, outfield make it a little bit tough to feel at night. Uh, added to, to the fact to you know, you must add the dew factor. The ball is probably coming and it's slippery like a, a bar of soap. But give Jesse Singh credit. He did all the hard work. He got uh, exactly where he should have been. And that's a four as we talk. Um, really nicely placed. Uh, we're just going to go into the replay really quickly here. Um, but Elmore Hutchinson just pulled that one, a little pitch towards the leg side. I don't think that was what Chaskin was trying to do. Because like anybody who's played cricket in the U.S. for a long time know that the long on, the cow corner, the deep square leg are all of Elmore's favorite areas to take, take on. Elmore showing the long handle here at the moment. Nicely bold, asking the question. Umpire declines uh, gently in the exchange. Nice smile. Um, Good old Jaskaran, I think. He, he knew he was trying something. Uh, clearly, Shiraz, that was pitched outside the leg stump. So it's the end of the over. And at the end of it, it's 135 for six. So I see a lot of folks that are tuned into our coverage through various channels, either YouTube or Facebook Live or through Mac TV, really. Uh, and I see a lot of folks. I'm going to go through some of them. There is um, Love Multani. There's somebody who's uh, watching from Connecticut, Karen Smith. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We've got Judy Garcia, who's also following uh, as we move along. There's a little bit of um, hydration that has been provided. 
credit to the players in between these overs um, so they can carry on and go for the final push. It's the last four overs left for the first inning, and Titans are at 135 for six down. Um, and one may feel that some of their best batsmen have gone back to the pavilion, but it seems like uh, Elmore has uh, other ideas, and he's got good company in carry. Maybe in the early, early exchanges. Yes, I, as, as soon as he came in to bowl his, his first spell on those two overs, and he pitched that first one, everybody out here in the production team went, oh, my God, did you see that yeah. swing? And it's it's interesting how – I and, and, and I think some of this is just natural, right? We can teach the trick of the trade for a bit, but the action plays a lot into how far and how wide you can swing the ball. Let's see, he goes in here. That's a good delivery. Just on about the off stump. So the lengths are extremely important in T20, as I noticed, uh, especially at the highest level watching the T20 World Cup. I think uh, to study and understand how the wicket is playing and how you use that length between where the ball is pitched and where the batsman is standing makes all the world of difference in terms of how you execute your plans in getting runs. As we see, uh, Kolwinder is hitting the right length as he comes into bowl. Again, really, really short of uh, the full pitch delivery that can go wherever the batsmen want. He's trying to make sure that they, there's some wicket in play. And back of the length, keeping them in two minds all the time. That's the length you want to adopt at this stage. And here he comes in with some purpose. Oh, there you go. And he just completely completely cleared him out, all right? That, that's the best Yorker, you know, right at the bottom of, of stump, right? One of the hardest ones to defend. I think the one in the middle stump and the leg stump is kind of simpler a little bit relatively. Now, no Yorkers are easy to defend, but the one outside um, just getting hitting the bottom of the off stump is probably the diff- most difficult one. I want you to look at that again, uh, Shirazan, for the benefit of our viewers. You would see what he has been doing from his very first spell. He's getting late in swing. So the ball is actually at one point in time when he delivers, it's like fourth stump, and all of a sudden it comes back in and castles for Hutchinson. He goes for seven of seven, and he could have done some damage. We had Emrit, who is an all-rounder, noted all-rounder. He is now coming in. Look at it. It just swings late crashes into the off stop. And Kulvinder brings out his little bit of bhangra, right? I see the, the finger <laughs> moving in the right motion, in the right direction. Uh, if there's some music that he would have, I think he would break a move. Yeah. Punjabi music. Best in the world. You know. I love it. <laughs> you know, just this morning, uh, the, the crew was coming down, uh, the production crew coming down, and uh, I got a request from none other than... Sasha Kreese for Punjabi music. Look at that. How cultured is Sasha? Yes, and she is. It is such a pleasure to have yeah. a representation of a female voice and at US Open and also how she has been able to really be part of this commentating team. It's I've been listening to her coverage and the study of the game, like you said, the understanding of 
of the game. It's it's phenomenal. I'm sure that Sasha will be a long-standing feature within the U.S. Open for years to come. Yeah, definitely. And also, uh, you know, she has impressed. Definitely has impressed. You can't also forget the efforts of uh, Uba and uh, Rima, who yeah. has been under your charge today. And, uh, you know, they say once you have a good coach, a good coach can bring the best out in their players. I think you, you, you would have done that. I think they will also be a fixture. Right, yes. Just really quickly before we kind of break into that thought. Well, this is script away. Nicely playing towards deep square lag. Um, I think uh, he's really comfortable and really confident in the ability to to just not go for runs, right? He just went for like four runs in, in the 17th over. Got a wicket of a set batsman. He's done wonderful for his team in coming back and preventing them. But going back to the U.S. Open and what it does for... Uh, could I just stop you for one second, Shiraz? Could I play the song uh, that Miss Sasha Craze wanted this morning? Could I, I just give you two lines? So when we get Sasha back on... We're going to have her request this song, and I want to hear what are the words she used to request the song. Just current back on, and our DJ Vinod here is uh, lighting the commentary booth with some Punjabi music for our viewers. I hope you guys are all enjoying it. I see Timothy Surajbali who's joining us here. We've got Steve Babrin from Brooklyn watching, and that's out. Well, a wicket there, the Bangra beat, bringing a wicket, and Kari Pei uh, leaves the arena. I think Kari Pei wants to come into the com box to listen to the Bangra music. Yes, I think he has no choice, unfortunately. And Jaskaran also from Punjab, India. I think this has become good omen for, for the folks from Punjab that are in the game with uh, Jaskaran taking a wicket right at the time you're playing the Bhangra music. So I think Jaskaran owes a little bit of thanks, gratitude, perhaps dinner to Sasha. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Sasha has to cash in. So uh, Jaskaran Malhotra, he has now taken a wicket. But that's so valuable, right? Uh, You know, in terms of being a cricketer that is really well-rounded, right? At yeah. the time of the need of the team, you can put on any hat or any pair of gloves and you could execute and add value to your outfit. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, you can also, the youngsters can learn so much from them as well. And uh, the score is now 148. We are Emirates, as I said before, is a noted all-rounder, has a first-class century, but seven or eight when he plays for Trinidad and Tobago. Jaskaran comes in and then it's taken for a four and that's just lightning fast. No one to stop it. What a great shot by Riyad. Yeah, that was pulled away by Riyad Dong to cow corner with clinical precision. Both fielders were not very far from the ball as you can see there and they just couldn't stop it. Uh, I think Brian Lara, who was here early on, uh, graced us with his presence. He would have been proud to have seen his fellow Trinidad and Tobago uh, player hit a shot like that. And one more time, same area, but if I just he's saying, 
who has uh, done well to keep that uh, just to a single and just gotten uh, getting back on his run up uh, and now Nikhil Datta, who's a new batsman in uh, taking the Blackstone card, going to be facing. He looks like he's got the slaughter out, really. Is you know, he, he's ready uh, to go. Look at that bad grip. Is he a butcher? Find out. Oh, that's a nice uh, work right behind the stumps. Uh, the way he was really standing up on his stance, it seemed to me like he was going to swing, but at the last moment, he just switched it to a little drive towards the offside. So I was uh, surprised for everybody. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's holding that bat like a woodcutter, to be honest. Yes, and perhaps Jaskarin knows them well, and he should know that what he's looking for is a full pitch delivery, and once he finds his length, he would want to deposit that outside the boundary rope. That's the shot that we were talking about. Nicely played, and seems like it's gone for a boundary. Look at that. Yeah, playing with the open face and of course allowing the ball to come on to him. Never tried to at no point there, Shiraz, he tried to overhit that delivery. Look at it. He allowed it to come to him and was able to use the full blade of the bat to get it down through a cover point for four. So that's the last delivery coming up at one forty nine. There's like uh, thirteen deliveries left. I reckon they can get about twenty runs of that. It'll take them to one sixty nine, one seventy. We've got a game on our hands. Jaskaran coming into ball. Again to Nickel, and I think they're going to try to keep it to a single. He's going to retain strike for the next over and face uh, the wicket-taking bowler. And Well, sir, as before you go, for, uh, uh, the young lady will join you for the last two overs so you can have a conversation with her. I, I just want to play probably a few seconds again of her favorite song. Can we have the camera towards the commentary booth, perhaps uh, one of the cameras, to get uh, Vinod's moves out? That's Vinod, and we've got Sasha right here. Thank you. Thank you, Vinod. Good evening. Good evening. I am back after my uh, favorite song being played on repeat, it sounds. Yes, and how... How did you come about that song, Sasha? Perhaps you want to indulge in a story for our viewers and listeners. It's one for the for the ages, it must be said. Um, I believe I first came about that song yesterday uh, in the car with the nose. Uh, and then he decided to play it again this morning. I think Kulvinder and Jessica are going to be requesting the song to be played on the way they've been bowling while the song has been playing. Uh, Kolvinder has really kept those figures really nice and tidy. He's in his third over, he's only gone for 15. What do you reckon, uh, how much would the Titans get to, in your opinion, Sasha? Well, we've seen today a mix, a mix of results. Um, but I reckon they defend whilst they uh, take the field. Nicely bowled, tried to stop that single. Um, but yet, it's uh, I think at, at least uh, 10 balls, 10 runs, so we're looking at 163 for sure, unless something drastic happens, a little bit more than that. Yeah, I uh, I think that might be a little bit short, but uh, under the lights, we uh, you just don't really know how the ball's going to play. And uh, with the dew coming in, it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, different conditions. And that's gone straight up in the air. And 
the bowler has got it. Got it. But that? there is some discussion around perhaps in, interruption or obstruction by the bowler um, or, or the batsman. So there is some, but un, unfortunately, the batsman has to walk away. While we have the wicket down, Sasha, your boys are down by three wickets after 11 runs. And oh, are you... So we were going to bring that one up. But I hope we have no viewers in England right now knowing that their good luck charm is sitting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, while the English team is trailing yeah, with 11, 11 runs. 11 for three. It's uh, probably the worst start of the Ashes England could have wanted. Burns being out first, ball to Stark, and uh, the rest of the team seems to be following suit. So uh, we'll, we'll brush over that. We, we don't need to talk about the Ashes. We're here in Miami, far, far away from Australia, watching some awesome cricket, T20 cricket, Test cricket's boring. We don't want to talk about that right now. It's not boring for the Aussie fans right now, <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> well, it's boring for me. <laughs> I don't want to watch it anymore. Well, let's talk about briefly while we've got the new batsman on um, about Ben Stokes' return and how does he come back and at the prime and the time of his like amazing performances he had walked away, decided to walk away, citing some mental health issues. It's so tough to play cricket or do anything in the bubble. Yeah, I think the last few years have been really tough for cricketers. It's, I mean, first and foremost, it's been great that we've managed to get tournaments such as this on. Um, during some really hard times for everyone. And um, it's it's good that I think cricketers nowadays have the confidence and the, um, you know, and, and, and the ability to be able to say that they're not feeling great and uh, I need some time out. And um, Ben Stokes has, has been at the front and foremost did that saying he just needs to take a break. He needs to step back, be with his family and, uh, you know, just get himself back to, back to who he is. And... Um, as, uh, as you know, he's uh, made the trip to Australia. He's playing back in the England Whites, and he's probably out batting already after twenty. Well, after half an hour. And uh, there you go. So when the Kalwinder comes into bowl, and Ricky plays him nicely, a paddle sweep towards a little bit of a fine leg uh, area for a, a single. So really nice, right? Kalwinder's probably got the figures of the tournament so far. If he can get through this last ball with probably a single. Four overs for 18, and I think somebody's got 12 runs uh, bowling four overs earlier in the day today. So some seriously nice miserly bowling performances on the day two of uh, US Open. Yeah, we've seen some really tight bowling and, and some really good fielding actually, um, which has obviously helped the bowlers. But uh... nicely played. Uh, just use the pace of the ball, and they probably should be able to get two. But it seems like. Ricky is uh, content to release the strike to Nickel um, because he's probably a little bit more subtle batsman having played six balls and gone for nine runs. And that's the end of the over. Um, so going back to the Ashes, um, if, and I know it's not something that you want to talk about, but I think uh, what Ben Stokes did was very heroic. Yeah, it was really brave. I mean, historic, uh, sorry, heroic in the, front, in the fact that uh, he's played some incredible innings, uh, especially Headingley. Uh, one of the most notable performances, and also the World Cup final back in 2019. Um, so I think he's he's definitely someone that people look up to, and uh, for him to be able to come out and say that he's not in the right headspace, he needs to be able to, you know, get himself okay. I think it, it's really great, and it, it sets a good precedent for other people to say it's, it doesn't make you weak, it doesn't make you look any any worse than you know anyone else. And um, 
hopefully he's he's managed to get back to his full strength. We're going to need him out in Australia. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really pleased to have him back. We've got Zia Khan coming in for his third over, and that is taken nicely, very comfortably taken at a long off. Uh, and we have uh, Nikhil Datta, who is going to go back to the pavilion. And they are, Titans are now all done. Uh, five deliveries to go, and uh, that's in, in a 2020 game, I think that's criminal. Yeah, we were saying this earlier. We haven't yet seen all 10 batsmen out, and. Uh, this is the first time all 10 wickets have fallen in the 2021 US Open. That was, uh, I mean, he had to go for it. He had to really start hitting it. They, uh, I think they're probably about 20 runs short of where they should be. And, um, you know, to leave, leave it on these kind of players. So let's go through the scorecard. Kashif Ali, who played in uh, Kashmir Premier League, but has not really triggered off. He only went for four. Um, Naveen Stewart, to me, was the highlight of the batting innings, uh, getting 38 and just 16 deliveries and getting his team to a decent total, perhaps uh, 10 or 15 runs short of what they wanted to be. And then as we go through the bowling card, um, I think uh, Kulvinder is going to be leading the charge with four overs, uh, just 18 runs at an econ of 4.5. These are ashes figures for a bowler. Uh, Sasha, I'm sorry I keep bringing the ashes up. Don't be silly. I'm sure there'll be more to talk about over the few few coming days. But, uh, yeah, three three wickets to Kawinda Singh is uh, incredibly impressive. And uh, each of the bowlers getting one or two wickets. Um, I think Ashley Nurse did well coming back after 15 went off his first over. So to come back for four, 31 or four overs is not a bad effort. So now that we are in the innings break, uh, I think we're going to take a break for a little bit. Before we go into the break, uh, we want to talk about that song and your affiliation with it as of this morning. Um, we know this very notorious in inducing people to new kind of music that they fall in love with for the rest of their life. So have you heard this song before? Are you familiar with the Punjabi Bhangra genre of music? And how long have you been enjoying the beats of Punjab? Well, it's, like I say, it's it's only been two days, but, uh, you know, it could be the new songs on my playlist. Um, the flight over from London took nine and a half hours, so I've got a lot of time on my way back to really get involved with the music and uh, with the Punjab blues. I mean, is there such a thing as music, Punjab blues? Well, singing the Punjab blues. Well, you can do that, and the flight is so long, you may be singing it accurately in Punjabi along the beats. You never know. Stranger things have happened. So, folks, uh, we have an innings break here, at, and then we're going to leave you back with a nice one of the picks by our very own DJ Vinod, uh, and we'll be right back after the second inning starts.
Welcome back, folks. Um, Sasha and I are back uh, at your service uh, as the Punjab Blues try to chase a total. And on bat, we've got Sunny Sohal, who is uh, next U.S. cricketer, next IPL player um, from the Daily Daredevils, I think. And then Jaskaran Malotra on the other side. Uh, Elmer Hutchinson is opening the bowling. First ball, uh, first run. What do you reckon, uh, Sasha? I know that's tough to pick just starting, but I believe 155, they would have to bowl really, really well. Yeah, I think they'll have to get some early wickets in here to at least give them a shot at uh, holding the Punjab Blues down to less than 155. Uh, at a I can never say this word, require required run rate of just 7.8 you'd like to think they can just push away don't have to do anything too stupid early on and uh, they should make their way up to 155 to win and that's a white ball so that's a freebie uh, very nicely collected by the wicket keeper there uh, really nicely done uh, as the umpire indicates that's another ball that Almore would have to run back and deliver probably one of the worst feelings as a opening bowler is to not find the right length right from the go when defending a small total such as this one. Yeah, you're exactly right. I think also for, for batsmen, sometimes the small totals are the ones that get stumped. They uh, they feel like it's it's easy to get to. And, uh... yeah, and as Almer runs in, we've got a ground staff that just leisurely decided to drive right in front of the side screen. <laughs> And so, yeah, everything's not, happening here in Fort Lauderdale, Sasha. Not the most sensible move, but uh, we'll go again. And uh, Hutchinson comes up and bowls at Sunil and pushes it through, but no run. Nicely played by Jessica Malotra. He knows that Elmore likes to bring the ball in uh, to the right-hander because he's got that nice um, in-swinger uh, that comes in from around the wicket. Uh, and... Jaskaran must have played Elmore tons of times in the Nets because they were together in the U.S. team and have played several tournaments. So they're familiar with each other. So this is a nice little battle between the game. And the way Punjab Blue starts with their top order being so star-studded is going to make all the difference. And that was really nicely played, but uh, Elmore knows where he's bowling and he's, he's got his men right where they need to be to prevent these gaps from being exploited and going for run. No more than two players can be outside the inner ring. And uh, that is why you'll see a lot of green men closer to the batsman. Nicely balled. Uh, and, and the ball's right there and the keeper was just looking around. It was a good opportunity and hits the ball straight and goes for a Ben Stokes kind of four perhaps. But there it got stopped by the fielder. There's some overthrows there. That's gone for three. Look at that. Nicely run. Well done, Jessica and Malotra and Sunny Sohal. This is how you, this is the unsexy part of cricket, right? Running between the wickets, not going for the big hits. And once 
batsmen figure out this formula, and there's success all around. Yeah, I think the throw from the keeper was obviously a good one. It was a direct hit, but it was slightly unnecessary. Uh, and they've managed to get two extra runs from that as none of the fielders were ready to go when the ball bounced off the stumps. So after four balls, the Punjab Blues are five for none. And those are two extra runs, so they could be three for none, really, and really in good position to start things off. And Elmo comes in to bowl again and nicely played. He's got the short fine leg and the deep square leg kind of covered. He's bowling that line right at the stumps, so in case Sunny Sohal misses that shot, he's got a nice shout at the umpire and, and a chance for LBW. Yeah, and as you said, he's set the field nicely to exactly where he wants the players to play, if they can. And uh, no boundaries off his over yet, I say touching wood. Don't want to comment with the commentator's curse here. We've got uh, Elmore coming in. Punjab Blues, seven for none. Kerry Pierre, bowling from the other end to the media centre. Partnership of seven between these two batsmen. And yes, we've got a correction, unfortunately. That was not uh, just current. So number seven is Said Abdullah, who's... Uh, joined uh, Sunny Sohal at the crease. So apologies to our viewers and just current for uh, misrepresenting the opening pair here for Punjab Blues. Uh, but nonetheless, we're back and everything seems now peachy now that the scorecards have been fixed. Uh, we've got Sunny Sohal, two of two, and Said Abdullah, four runs of five deliveries. So they're starting well. The, uh, the Titans have started really well, nice and tight. And let's see how they go forward from here. Another dot ball, and that's what keeps on adding the pressure, Sasha. This is the game, right? It's not the runs. It's not the deliveries. It's not the shots. It's yeah, exactly that. And uh, it does make it slightly more difficult for the batsmen to uh, get started with all these dot balls. They'll want to sort of score at a regular rate. And uh, every dot ball just piles on a little bit more pressure and uh, might force them to do something they wouldn't otherwise do. So, the Titans have done well to keep both of the required. They've placed the field in the right spot, so there's been no boundaries, really, which is key in the power play, right? If you can get through the first three or four overs without conceding any, any boundaries, then you're setting a nice, nice tone to do to, to your defense uh, for that total. Yeah, definitely. And uh, as you mentioned, it's not the biggest total that we've seen on this pitch. So uh, they're going to have to keep it tight to make sure that the uh, Punjab Blues don't get away too quickly or early on in this game. So I think Harry uh, Pierre is uh, absolutely doing what he was supposed to do, like just remove the base of the ball 
pitching it in the right areas, uh, just letting the batsman just take singles and not giving them anything outside off with a lot of width or fold to swing and take him over the ground. So I think delivery is similar to that. A few singles, the game's on. Yeah, 100%. There's uh, one more ball of this second over, and uh, Pierre's only gone for two off it so far. And uh, as you say, no boundaries yet in their innings. So a uh, little bit of pressure coming on this opening pair. Comes in. Nicely bowled again, right in the stumps. And that's the key, right? Um, if you can see, a lot of uh, international teams have started their T20 innings or a chase with spinners now. And one of the reasons why they do that typically is because of the power play, in my opinion, right? Because you cannot have the deep fine leg and the deep third man uh, in the power play because that's your two guys. And if you bowl anything that's short of length and goes over mid-wicket, long on, or extra cover. So it's always a great idea if you've got somebody who can sling the ball into the stumps um, and it's not too pacey from a spin like Imad Vaseen for Pakistan. Uh, we've seen other teams who, who have done it too um, in the 2020s, like West Indies does it with um, Sunil Narayan and used to do it with um, um, DJ, uh, with, with some other uh, bowlers. So uh, that always helps, but that seems like this is going to be the first boundary of the Punjab Blues innings uh, where more often seen spinners starting starting off the bowling and and same same with England uh, Adil Rashid has uh, started uh, in a few of our games during the 2020 World Cup and uh, actually bowled out in a few of them as well he was keeping it so tight um, and yeah I think you're absolutely right it's um, proving to be a, a newer tactic in this, this shorter format and uh, um, and uh, as, you, as you said just now, first boundary being conceded here by the Titans. Someone comes into ball. Again, it's towards swing and towards a little bit towards the leg side. I know he's got a few people there, so he does. He cannot go too wide of off stump, but I think the margin is uh, so small that if he just misses it by a bit, it just goes to either become a wide or the batsman can easily paddle it towards um, fine leg or deep square leg for a couple or a single. So I think Elmo would have to find another ability where he can perhaps just pitch it right either at off stump or middle stump a little bit fuller and let Sunny Sohal go for it and see if he can get a wicket. And that's a wide. It's gone the other way this, this time. Yeah, those are the challenges of finding the right line, right? Sometimes you just become victim to overcorrection and, and that's exactly what happened with Elmo, right? And, you know, for our audience that's, that's watching, it's never easy um, to kind of try to, if, if, you, if you're just watching the game and you're an average supporter of the game and you've not played it, then the mechanics that are involved in pitching the ball in the right direction are, are, are very uh, sensitive. Nicely bold. Good fielding there. Quickly back in, preventing them from getting the run. So, Sasha, how has your time been, first time in the U.S.? I don't know if other parts of commentary have covered this uh, in terms of your first visit uh, this side of the Atlantic, really. It's been great so far, uh, other than uh, the rain yesterday that uh, washed out one of the games. Um, it's been lots of great cricket. And we're we'll back in. Nicely bowled, and he's coming back. I think that's what he wants to do is just cramp him for room. And then just try to see if Sunny's not going to really open up his arms 
take him over deep square lock for a six. Just wants some tap, and he's got the short make with to cut off that single. Yeah, good comeback from the two wides earlier in the over. Um, yeah, so three more deliveries to go. I think if he can get through those without a boundary, then still considered a good over in my opinion, considering uh, you know how difficult it is to kind of come in and do this. Nicely done. It's a little bit high. He went for a shout, but obviously, clearly, really high. And so there's no need for reviews here on that one. Yeah, no, that was a much better ball. Perfect line, but as you say, just a little bit high on the batsman. So uh, wouldn't have been given if he'd tried. So, Sasha, a lot of cricket in the U.S. is uh, now coming alive with uh, having the actual cricket wicket, which is known as the turf wicket, really. Before this phenomena in the U.S., uh, there's a lot of cricket that was being played on concrete pitches that were covered by AstroTurf, so it was like a green carpet. So you from the land of the game, really, is there similar type of experiences in, in, in England? Nicely played. That's gone for a six over cow corner, and it seemed like he had centuries to time that and was amazingly put away. So Elmer is now expensive. He's gone for about 19 runs off a 1.5 overs and, and, and it's been... Uh... Um, yes. Uh, actually, speaking of sort of putting pitches down, uh, a lot of rugby, which some viewers might not be very good at, they, they are now playing on 5G pitches, which is the sort of AstroTurf, uh, rather than playing on grass, just because the sport uh, messes it up so much and uh, in. oh that was really nicely fielded it could have gone for four and uh, really nicely cut off here by a point fielder um, so Elmer wraps up his I would imagine would be his first spell two overs 20 runs and the Punjab Blues are looking solid at the top of their chase with 23 for zero Sunny Sohal and Sayed Abdullah in charge yeah, and uh, obviously back home uh, we have lots of lovely cricket pitches, um, Lords, Oval, Southampton, Edgbaston, just to name a few. And um, but I suppose their their main purpose is just for cricket. But uh, I'm assuming quite a lot of the pitches over here have dual purpose. Um, I know that this pitch is used for soccer. Am I right? Well, they try to keep the soccer off the pitch, but yes, the field is used for for soccer. They divide it up into either two parts of this field divide them into two full-size soccer fields and there's a club that based out of Fort Lauderdale that uses this pitch because uh, obviously not being a mainstream sport there's a lot of revenue at stake and not being able to rent out this facility often um, but uh, one thing is for sure this tournament the US Open has been steeple for this ground um, initially started back in 2008 with some um, real nice uh, civil uh, servants that were friendly to the communities and to the game, and they decided that we're going to bring this facility here in Fort Lauderdale. And I have been to a lot of cricket grounds, including Lords and some beautiful venues in England. And I think our our facility uh, is 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 really uh, really nicely done. Oh, that was dispatched. I can't even see that, Sasha. Did you get that one? I think I lost that one. I think the fielder is going to struggle to get it back. Oh, no, he's all good. He's all good. That was a huge shot. That's gone for six. 
So Syed Abdullah has taken the charge. Um, Ricky Jaipal welcomed with a nice six right off deep square leg, and they're really making use of that power play now. And game, if nothing changes soon, could be a short outing, and we might be back at the hotel soon, Sasha. Something you're looking forward to? <laughs> yeah, no, that ball sat up perfectly for Abdullah, and uh, yeah, he wasn't going to let that one go to waste. And again, he's hit one up in the air, but it's going to land safely and bounce a few times before going over the ropes before. Joe Paul is uh, not having the best start to his over. Ten off it. And uh, the run rate is looking pretty healthy at the moment. They've got 100 balls to get 123 runs, 33 for none currently. And I think what Ricky is not really, I think, it may take a few deliveries for him to read, but for for him to kind of be effective on this surface, he'd have to sling it a bit. I'm seeing how he's coming in to bowl, and it seems like he's just letting it sit. And when you do that, then you're just inviting the batsman. It works after the power plays are done, but in the power play, that's probably not the best strategy. Yeah, I think I think later in the day, the, the ball sticks a bit more to the pitch. It, it sort of slows down and... Uh, Hence why these two last balls sort of sat up nicely for the batsman to smack around the pitch a bit. Um, I'm sure in uh, in a bit you'll be able to see that the dew is is starting to form around the outer uh, the outer sort of circle. Titans, Ricky is at ten runs of three balls. He's probably want to just get get it over with with this one. And yet again, one more perhaps a missed opportunity on the part of Sayed Abdullah because that ball was there to uh, hit for another few, and there's no one really guarding that backward square leg, really. So this is something that was missed by Abdullah. But Ricky's back at it again. Let's see what he has in store. Nice ball. Yeah, that's a much better line and length. As a bowler, it's always tough to come back, right? If you start off well that first delivery or the first two deliveries, then there is all kinds of confusion on the part of the batsman in terms of what's next, and it takes a while. So it's always easier to kind of start well and then go through the over, and it turns out to be a good one. But coming back uh, from the first two deliveries of that dispatch for boundary is tough. And Sasha, do you reckon just 11 of that over with first two gone for 10? I think Ricky has had a great comeback. I was about to say exactly the same thing. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done extremely well. It's, um, we were saying earlier, a lot of it is um, it's, it's, a, it's a real mental game. You've got to really keep your, keep your wits about you. And um, Ricky there has done really well after 10 of uh, Punjab Blues is cruising um, in terms of their required run rate, um, trying to get to that final score. Um, that seems very achievable at this time with Jessica still waiting in the wings and the openers doing the job. So while we wait for the over to start by Riyadh Emirates, who's really one of the premier players that graces the U.S. Open regularly uh, as he comes into bowl, but tell us about, um, have, I'm sure our viewers are, are, are anxious to know um, about your playing days of cricket, Sasha. What are you, you reckon more of a bowler, a batsman, wicketkeeper? Um, so I was a wicketkeeper. Bowling was never, never my thing. It, it looks a lot easier than it is. It's really tiring on the shoulder. So I'm, I'm always in admiration of all these bowlers who do it tirelessly day in, day out. Um, but, uh, yeah, my batting, I was, I was mid-order. And uh, Emirate in for his first ball. 
Well, that's a good first ball. People also give respect to the name of the player and what he's achieved, right? Even if it's the first ball, Riyad came in and it was a full toss or a half volley. I reckon that most both the batsmen would kind of dab it for a single, just playing him on his reputation. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that people say not to do. You play the ball, not the person. But uh, that's easier said than done as he comes in for a second ball. And that's a really good ball. Thinking about getting the single, but probably wise to stay back in his crease with Emirate running in for for the run out if they were going to go for it. Yeah, and it's interesting to see that, right? It seems like... Uh... He's, he's, he's putting a lot of pace onto that delivery. I, I wish we had like a speed gun that could gauge who the fastest is at uh, at the U.S. Open 2021. We've got Ali Khan here. We've got Riyad Emirate. We've got some other fast bowlers from various teams that, are, that have been part of this tournament. So it'd be nice to see who is the fastest uh, to grace the cricket field at this U.S. Open as Riyad comes in to bowl his third one. Picked up towards Steve Squirtleg, uh, possibly a single. Uh, Sonny wanted two, but uh, I think Saeed Abdullah is content with just the one, and he wants to take a crack at Riyadh himself now. Yeah, that would have been playing with fire. They'd gone for the two there. It was uh, good fielding and a good arm to get it back to the keeper and uh, restricting them just to the single. Just two runs off Emirates' first three balls of the over. And uh, 120 to win off 93 balls now. Yes, uh, it's going to be a seesaw, right? There's a couple of good overs here, a couple of good hits there. The games can swing, and that's the beauty of 2020, right? Um, or the last day of test cricket, if or, you get there. Or the first day, yeah. Uh, it's nicely played towards Steve Skurlag. I think like, that's a really preferred area by both these batsmen. They like to kind of play their shots towards that area. So something to think about by the bowling team. Yeah, they've managed to place it nicely in between all the fielders on on the leg side at the moment and like you say maybe something for the bowlers and captain to think about uh it's interesting as a fast bowler Riyadh has gone the pace of the amount of time it takes him to get back to his run-up and get back in it seems like he's, he's very on point he knows what he's doing he's got a plan for all six deliveries Sunny tried to charge him and he kind of baited him outside off stump um, but unfortunately it was called a wife a little bit of a tough call i would imagine yeah uh, it looked like Sonny was coming down the wicket at him, maybe moving a little bit onto the offside, and uh, Emirate tried to follow him, but pushed it a little bit too wide on this occasion. Apologies to the umpire. As I see it in the replay, it was really, really wide. So <laughs> thank you for uh, correcting me. Uh, and at this moment, we're going to take some time out and recognize a tireless, and that's a shot. The other there, but uh, drops just short of him. Going for two, nicely done, really comfortably at the end. I think the fielder didn't charge the ball or could have restricted them to just one. But I was, as I was saying, the um, the, tire, the most tiring job and, and, and the unrecognized job is who has done a wonderful job in providing us the highest quality officials for the U.S. Open. Um, and, and it's a tough job, but they do it every day with passion. Sunny Swal trying to go for it, and Riyadh goes through his over with just five of it. So, really a good comeback by the Punjab Blues. They can restrict, um, um, the Punjab Blues can be restricted to under 45 or 46 in the first six overs. Then the next 14, they'll have to get about 110, 115. So, it could be a, a good game if, if, if 
if a few wickets fall, otherwise it could be one-sided. Yeah, that ball came up quite a lot. I don't think uh, Batsman was really expecting it, uh, especially at, at this time of night under the lights. Sometimes the pitch can uh, stay a bit low when it gets a bit more moist. Uh, we saw when the uh, batsman hit it out into the deep, it stuck in the ground a little bit more than it was earlier. Uh, hence, they managed to get the two runs. I think the, uh, the fielder out there was expecting it to come come slightly more onto him, but uh, he had to chase it up a little bit more. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the next few overs. Yeah, third game on the same surface. Uh, kudos to the curator, Mr. Mr. Curator has done a wonderful job uh, with the surface here. Uh, none other than the famous Chappie, everybody likes to call him, here in Florida, who has done a wonderful uh, work with the wicket. And we've got Harry Pierre coming into bowl and been dispatched over cow corner. Uh, all the way for a six. Looks like it. Let's see what the umpires say. I think they're waiting for a signal from the fielders to provide some help on their duties. Let's have a look at the replay here. And the ball is six. Oh, it's clearly a six, really nicely. Easily, easily over the ropes there. No one got anywhere near that one. First ball six. That's how Abdullah likes to play, I guess. He goes off for the first ball and uh, wanted a single get-off strike. A really nice formula to get a lot of runs and stay not out. If you hit a boundary, just dab the next one for a single and your mate have a neck go for the next one. Yeah, I mean, that's all they really need to do. One boundary and over. Keep the scoreboard ticking over with singles and twos otherwise and uh, get their total pretty easily. Um, as we said before, it's not the biggest total we've seen on this pitch. Um, so the bowlers and fielders are going to have to really stay tight to make this an interesting contest between the two teams. Here comes into ball uh, again, trying to for a single. Yeah, it'd be nice to have a close game. I really want to do uh, um, one of those commentating classics from the 2019 World Cup, where agony, the word agony, had a new feeling to it yeah. uh, in in the world of cricket. Not, not for me, but uh, for many around the world, I'm sure they were in agony. Yes, it came back home, didn't it, Sasha? Finally. It was, uh, yeah, one of the great, great games. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, England won by the barest of margins. If you do want something fun to watch, the replays and highlights of the 2019 World Cup final is definitely one for you. Yes, uh, I think the all... I think the only ICC World Cup, 50-year World Cup, that has ever gone to a Super Bowl. Tied after that. That's a Nicely shot. played, right? Probably uh, a more of a cater in terms of providing that impetus to the opening innings, but Sayyid Abdullah has come out of the shadows and just taken on the chart for the Punjab Blues. And it's not easy. I, I've noticed him play this shot a couple of times. And if you notice, Sasha... He kind of hops right before he hits that big one. And he's, his legs are all over the place, but yet he makes the connection. So I think sometimes technique is overrated. Yeah, there's um, many a player who uh, has been criticized for how they either battle bowl 
And he's played a very similar shot there and has the same result. Another boundary for Abdullah. And uh, Pierre's going to be disappointed with those two balls. But, uh, yeah, speaking of uh, interesting batting techniques, Steve Smith, Australian. Yes, and the end of the sixth over power play is done at 55. There's going to be a change. You've got um, Ivo Henry, who could not resist commentating with you, and I think we've been I've been unseated here. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope that Sasha and I are going to take you through the end of the game, and uh, I hope you keep tuning in because this may be a good one. Thank you. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you. Thank you very much. Probably a good time while we have a change in the comms box to have a mad hatter tea break. We'll be back shortly. Well, good evening again, Sasha. Good we evening. Are... Welcome back. Okay, it's 55, just about past what we're saying that about even Stephen for the um, for the um, power play, 55, so I think we're right on cue. Good feeling there. Good um, relay between these two feelers, so over number seven. Yeah, in terms of score, pretty even. It's uh, the wicket column that's uh, differing between the Titans and the Punjab Blues. Zero wickets fallen this innings. And uh, these opening pair are going pretty well at the moment. Abdullah getting most of the runs. He's on 41. And Sonny on 11. Well, Abdullah has been the man who has been there and um, taking the willow to the leather. He's on 41 from 24. Sonny, it's, we're on the lights here, but we're talking about sun and sunny. Well, whatever it is, cricket is the winner. Always. Yes, and don't forget, day number three comes up tomorrow. Hoping for nice and bunny, um, sunny salt flower today. Looking at the weather, it's going to be good. It's going to be another scorcher. Yeah, it's time for the burn. <laughs> yeah, keep me inside. <laughs> yes, I want to say, and these, what's going on there? Was swinging a miss? Yes, and uh, a dot goes into the scores book. I want to say good evening to Lenny Archibald over there in New York City. You know, New York City is so big, they had to name it twice. New York, New York. Yes, indeed. Just so no one forgets. Yes, so no one forgets. That's right. And this time he's playing across. That's a replay that's from the previous delivery. So 58 it is. And um, Like we say, on this one, it banged into the offside. He's going to do well if he catches up with this. But no, the, the ball wins the race between both of them. Split the field. A good-looking shot. Said Saeed is on the charge. He couldn't have placed that better. Right in between the two fielders on the boundary. Yes. And uh, for those just joining us, it is 62 for zero. And uh, we have finished the power play. And so they are allowed 
few more people outside the uh, inner circle to help restrict the amount of boundaries? Yes, uh, you know, no more than five should be placed outside of the 30-yard circle. You can have four, you can have two, you can have none. That's single. Played with soft hands, so good cricket here. And uh, Yes, I think the umpires are caught napping there because um, that last delivery, if you can go back to it in a white shot, I think they had six men on the outside. Naughty, naughty. I think they've got away with it, though, by the looks of it. Mm, yes, indeed. And uh, at the end of the seventh over, that was 63 for none. He feels that they're going for eight off his first over. And it looks like we've got Emirates back into the attack. Bowling from the opposite end to his first over. What end? What's the what's the end called over there? Um, um, that's the northern end, and uh, the other one. Well, let's say is he going to do as Ashley Nurse would have done? Ashley Nurse bowled from this to come box in, and he was carted for 15 runs, and then he changed the end, and he really came down with some good deliveries. Apart from the last delivery when he was struck out of the path for six. In that over, he was really on a rampage. Well, Emmett, the official captain of the CPL winning team, St. Nevis Patriot. This time he's playing this one in the air, but there's no mid-on. There's a long on, and it was played to the right of the bowler. No chance of a ball on court. And put them on the winning stage for the first time. But Emmett. Emmett would have been the official captain for the Sankis Nevis Patriots. So, with all his experience, he's going to pull out his wheels here now as he bounding. This time he's playing a late cut on this one. He's going to get some ones here. He's getting very, very close to the boundary. And um, it goes across the boundary board now. With a cheeky little shot down here. Managed to... Uh... Make it as yes. fine. So uh, it was too fine for the fielder here on the ropes. Yes, well, in 2020 cricket, anything goes. It was an ugly-looking shot, but it was rewarded for. It doesn't matter how they come. They're rolling along. Merrily, we roll along. So Sonny goes on to sweep 16 from 15. Not been getting much of the strike. But Said Abdullah is just um, one strike away from his 50. He's on 47. So again, we want to hear up some folks who are staying with us. We have Murchie Nisbet, Lynette Fox over there. We think it's just spoke with her. She said she is uh, listening up and watching this cricket. Here is another shot again, but this time just one. That's a good throw back in right over the bales. What do you think of Emirates' hair? You're a fan? His hair? His hair. Mm, let's see, what do you call it? The mohawk? What, 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 what is he sporting? Looks looks a bit like it. It's uh, got some nice uh, white tips in there. Some white tips, okay. At least he has it here. A lot of a lot of us um, would have gone ball a long time ago. So he's taking the two. He's doing well. He's, he's doing, doing well. well. He's got yeah. a lot going on up there. That's right. Well, he bones in again from the far end. Keeper goes down this time. A swing and a miss. This one was a looping. Looping one that looped all the way back to the wicketkeeper standing back. 
and he was swinging early. So he took pace off that one. He's an experienced campaigner. He's been in these parts for eons. So. 87 to win off 74 balls. You reckon the Punjab Blues can do this? Yes, um, it's a stroll in the park with no wicket down and the party hasn't started yet. I think they do it with over to speed. This time he's clipping this one into the onside, taking it off, off some. But he's going to just stroll for a single. So quickly, total moves on to 17. So Said Abdullah would have to wait. He's stopped by 148 from 31. Some And he's calling for some mittens, a change of mittens. Even though we are on the, on the lights here, you know, and the perspiration getting those gloves and, and cause slippage of the bat. So he's asked for a change of glove. You know, once ago, you used to have one glove, you're batting one glove, sometimes none. Because you couldn't afford to buy a pair of mittens back in the day. Yeah, cricketers these days seem to have some of the players... You know, they call for a new bat and five come out at once. And, uh, yeah, I don't think things were like that a few few years ago. The games have uh, changed. And uh, players are a lot more fussy with uh, which bats and pads and helmets and everything they use. Got to make sure they've got exactly the right one for the right conditions. Yes, indeed. Well, we're going to be having um, a change of bowling here um, from this big combox end. The Southern end, we'll tell you who it is in a minute. Um, Dutka with a bold um, one over so far, he's none for eight. So, but he has got to keep it on the eight because the required one weight is uh, just about just over seven. So, he can't afford to give up eight, then he'll be keeping them ahead of what's required. 71 for no loss. So, eight ones coming from the last over. This time, he's playing outside the off. Some good start. Bowling over the wicket. Uh, Lindo has been there from the very first match and he's he's doing it and doing it and doing it again. So, umpiring is not, a, not an easy job. He's got to concentrate on, on what's going on. This time he's going big and he's going to go. Oh my goodness. He would have taken the catch. Did he stay inbounds? I would think so. By the celebrations going on on pitch, it looks like he's uh, he is. And uh, yes, we'll see the replay. He, he took the catch for sure. If he came down on the ropes, we will watch. We will wait, and we shall see. I think that has been a pretty epic catch. Okay, here it comes. He's pulling out the sweep. He got a good hold of it. He stood there. He stood there. Okay. There is a the catch. And from this angle, he stayed inside. The whoop has not moved. So we didn't see a shake of the move. So very athletic. And again... He saw the rope, panicked, managed to keep inside and roll the right way. Yes, they call that instead of you. Walk and roll, walk and roll for the replays in the, in the, play, in the replay booth. <laughs> we were walking and rolling with him rolling on the ropes off the ropes. We call that the rope would open Bucktown 
I tell you, I'm telling you that we have seen some excellent catches. Here he goes again. Mindful, he kind of touched the rope with the ball in hand. And he stayed right there. Good camo work. Good camo work. I'm telling you. Walk and roll. Walk and roll. Here we go. There we go. And uh, there it is. That's the kind that Vinod would pay. Go out of the park and pay to come back to see. 100%. 100%. So that's a good catch. Good catch. But side is still there. Um, Did the batters cross? I am... I would assume they would have done with uh, Abdullah on strike and he moves to 49. And it looks like Hartpreet Singh is making his guard for his first delivery. Is there any chance for me to be joining the choir? I mean, there's a lot of singing, a lot of singing. How many things we've, we've called for, 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 um, for the day? Well, you'll have to audition, I'm sure, but... Uh, sure there'll be some space for you oh my goodness if i have to use the floor to get in there i don't think i'm gonna make it <laughs> oh man i was trying to just sneak my way in by saying i'm a thing <laughs> <laughs> please let me join you okay 73 for one and um first we keep going down in the 70s so that's a good start the platform has been laid i don't see there will be in a spot of bother here so we've had a wicket in this over Second delivery, as a matter of fact, a beautiful catch on the deep mid-wicket boundary. And he had the presence of mind to stay inbounds, and that's good for the I think the fielders nowadays are really acrobatic. They have to do the most incredible things. I mean, we've seen people take catches by jumping over the rope and throwing it back in, and, uh, you know, it's, it's quite magical to watch things like that. And the uh, fielder on the boundary over there did a wonderful handstand before. Okay, this one is going in the air, but this time he's not going to get a chance to do the acrobatic stuff down there because it goes beyond him, beyond the boundary ropes for another U.S. Open maximum. So Singh has joined the party, and that's 50 for Said Abdullah. He would have just missed yeah, out that Sunday when he got to the 50, when he was on 49. So congratulations to the young man, and I did not need to stand. Yes, I was going to say that. And uh, luckily, he won't have to come and find you later. No, so he got to that coveted 50. So that's the second 50 of the tournament, I think. Two or three? Yeah, I think you're right. Yes, on the first day, no, for, for sure there was a 50. No, for sure. We definitely and have one in, today. In my absence, there was another one earlier today. I think so. So a partnership of nine so far, 80 for one. We're in the 80s now. Over number nine has done and dusted. So we're getting into the halfway stage. Ten overs. I think they're going to make it in just over 18 overs, I think. It was important for the Titans to uh, get that break breakthrough wicket. A bad, miss, a bad miss there by pair allowed them to just... Get a single, but he thought he was entangled with the with the batter. But that's legal. The, the the batter has a chance to run through. He has all rights to try to get to the other end. Maybe in the replay we'll see exactly what um, Pear is is so upset about. He tried to stop that one, and um, he got fuzzy concerned. He was obstructed from saving that single. 
But I like the look of things. They're playing hard. And a good cut shot here. Gonna get a single, but he saved at least three ones for his team there. One that would have gone past him without him touching it. Trust me, that would have been a boundary. Yeah, definitely would have been. And, uh, yeah, there's uh, nothing unsportsmanly about running in the last ball. It's, uh, it's a game, it's competitive. You've got to go out and do your best. And he's bowled him. Yes. And Pierre has been unsung from yesterday. Remember, he bowled his three overs for three runs yesterday. So here he's again. And gone for a few more than yesterday, quite a bit. But he's joined the wicket column. Here's the replay. You're going to see lights, camera, action. He played right across that one rather than playing straight down the line. Yeah, that was a really good ball from Pierre. And uh, I think he he needed that to uh, give him that boost after a few deliveries and uh, a few situations that maybe haven't gone his way. And uh, he's got the, the main man, Abdullah, who's batted really nicely. He got, got 51 of just 35 balls and uh, nothing to uh, be upset about there. Yeah, as far as the team is concerned, they're not in a spot of bother. But for him, he needed to carry on. You know, you did all the hard work. You got up to the 50. Just don't be satisfied with 60. Try to bat through the inning. Try to sit home and... Uh, I don't think he seemed as if he was tiring or anything. Not like he wanted to get in, get out of the sun. We're under lights here. Danger to these, um, to this park. I looked at this guy one day, racked up three hundred dollars in sixes. Croatia would have said any player who would have hit a six would get fifty dollars, and this guy went on a rampage on his way to three hundred dollars in his inning. Just it was raining sixes. Raining dollar bills by the sound of it. <laughs> yes, it was raining money. Yes, you're right. Very nicely. They're thinking too, but it's not going to be on the cards. Not this time, not this day, not tomorrow, not next week. So the targets, remember, it is 155 is the target. They're at 83 for two. So Maholtra just just come to the wicket. He's batting without a helmet. But the spin is on. Pierre, he's appealing. And the umpire looks across to his partner squarely as if to say, what is he appealing for? Yeah, that was a solid shake of the head there. He went, nah. Nah, not this time. Nah. Nope, not today. Try again. I guess they looked at him and say, I'm not on the side of the road. Why are you begging me? I'm not pass, passing passing in my car and you on the side of the road and asking for what? This time he's cutting. He's cutting well, but there's a man down at the cover sweeper position who picks up and sends the throw in one bounce to the wicket keeper. The end of a successful over, we would have seen um, the wicket bowler having made 51. Sometimes you just need to carry on. You know, let the other batters in the hot keep the feet up. Now you have two relatively new batters in there. Anything can happen. Well, you're making a, a pun with uh, Carrie Pierre's name there. Just got to carry on. Exactly. Unintentionally funny. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Uh, at the halfway stage, the Punjab Blues are 84 for two. And uh, as much as both of the batsmen at the crease haven't been there for a long time, I don't think they're going to be too worried. They've got 72 runs to get in 60 balls. And uh, you'd like to think that you're, they, they shouldn't be too worried about that total. No, not at all. We have more balls than once. Ooh, looking a little awkward there with that one. Just trying to turn it over to get the single. Got the under edge. So that is Ricky to Paul. So he's bowling round the, round the sticks. Left arm. Then this one hurried onto him again. Can't score dots. And here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're in the spot of bother, but these guys could be able to build pressure because two relatively new batters in, they, they, they would have had a good start, a good opening stand, some 50-odd ones from the 55 in the first power play. So the platform has been set. But why not just carry on? Just continue. Finish the job. Yeah, no, you're right. And I think both the batsmen and that is a big hit, and that's gone all the way to six. And uh, Hartpreet Singh telling you that uh, I can do it. Don't you worry. Well, these umpires, who needs Jenny Craig when they can do all the exercising? Gonna come. And he's going to... Let's see, I think he'll be able to bring this home because these guys are going high and hard. And um, Jacqueline Maholtra, he's a no-nonsense guy. I think he's going to try to just finish this Get his feet up and enjoy Florida nightlife. So we have two more legal deliveries left in this over. I've already been struck for a six. A good looking shot over deep mid wicket. So Ricky playing it back along the turf. He's finishing well. He's got to finish well. Dots can build the pressure. It was released after the third delivery. And now they're tightening the grip again. We're going to have a, another six, dot, dot, six, dot, dot. Well, it was two dots and a six, and this time he's going again, but he's not going to go all the way because there's coverage in the, in the cow corner, but they're going to run a double. No overflows. As that over comes to an end. I will pass my microphone over to Vinos and uh, enjoy the rest of the game. There you go. Well done. You had a mouse on you. Did well. So 92 it is for the loss of some two wickets. Over number 11 is done and dusted. Um, the heavy roller is in now. Let's see. I mean, heavy in terms of eating, heavy in terms of knowledge, heavy in terms... Can I go on? It's going to take the end of the night for me to... Explain how well, maybe once you you're not discussing wheat, you can go on and on and on. Good night again <laughs> to all of yours on Mac TV. I want to sincerely thank all of yours who are on Mac TV. It's your number one source for cricket information in North America. And you're seeing all the top players. You know, today when the U.S. All-Stars were playing, I got so many messages from uh, the West Indies because of the fact that so many West Indian stars. And uh, they were able to... 
to conjure up a win. So it's 92 for two. Jasker and Malotra, the six hitter, is on one, and Harpreet Singh is on 17. The required run rate with eight wickets in hand is just 7.1. And that, to me, says that the Blues will not be singing the Blues tonight. They will not. So you think that's easy peasy, seven ones and over? I thought that's a tall order. Uh, that was probably a tall order if uh, players of lesser ability are batting, not the likes of uh, Singh and Malotra. We all know what Malotra could do. He has been in an impressive form for over a year. So Elmo Hutchinson, United States bowler, and uh, he's taking up the attack from the far end, and uh, he will know a thing or two about Jasker and Malotra, and vice versa. They're both um, teammates at the United States level. Here's Hutchinson. As easy as that. It's as easy as taking candy from a baby. Ooh. These babies can fight. You've got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so Hutchinson just back of a link and... Uh, Malotra gives him a bong. Just back of a leg, he's able to ride that dunk to a short third man. There has been another wonderful day of cricket here at the Central Broad Regional Park. I'm sure that everyone has enjoyed the coverage on Mac TV. I can definitely call it and say it's going to be a full day's play. Yesterday was aborted. Just two matches, 15 overs each. This one outside the off but within the, the guided line there. And um, That's actually good bowling. What you want to do is to go full and wide to restrict batsmen. You want them to leave their comfort zone. You want them to search for the ball. And even if he gets a bat onto it, its power cannot really, its power cannot transfer to the shot. Plus control as well, Ivor, would not be there. Yeah, he's again, he's doing it, he's driving. This one is closer to him. And, and he crashes it beyond the goalpost. That's six runs. Yes, indeed. Another US Open maximum. Inside out shot. One looking like a Dwayne Bravo there. Going yeah. inside out. That's his favorite shot. It's pet yes, shot. It is again in the replay. Yeah, that one though, Hutchinson came a little too close to him. So it was in his arc. So he went with it. What Hutchinson may want to do here is to uh, pace. Pace off is what you need at this point in time. Yes, indeed. One away from the 100 mark. And um, I guess he'll be all downhill from there. Yeah, you know, we look at equations and you see runs to win 57, balls remaining 51. That has been getting, those two lines have been getting closer and closer. And the closer they get, that's, uh, that's dangerous because a runner ball means six runs and over. And that is not difficult to get. You can uh, probably can't bat. If you can't bat properly, you can get that. You can get an inside edge like you got a lot in your career. 
you can get an outside edge like you got a lot in your career and, and they, that may still go down for four young Ivor so Ivor the, the fifth no today he's Ivor the sixth that's a hundred so the blues are up to a hundred do you know in Trinidad and Tobago they call a hundred dollar bill a blue note a blue note no I know about Harold Harold and the blue notes what do you call it Melville Harold and the blue notes uh, New York. Do you I know yeah I haven't heard of it, but, well, I did hear about it, but only tonight from you. Okay. Well, you, you spoke about a lot of edges for me. It simply means that I would have played a lot of innings. So I like that lot. I'll stick <laughs> with the lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, one delivery to go. And uh, Ivor Henry bought a bat with a lot of edges. Six edges your bat had. There you go. Some people were hitting the wind, so if, at least if I hit with the edge, I'm doing much better than the folks who are playing with a hole in the middle of their bat. You have to use all of the bat, man. You see these thick edges? It's very thick. Now, one equivalent to think what guys like Vivi Richards would have done with bats like that. I can answer. This that. time he loses his shape, and he could lose his wicket, in fact. Drop. Another drop catch. And the man putting that down is trying to be a youth player. In fact, he's a Red Force. Trying to be a Red Force player, Ricky Baji Jaipal. That, though, should have been taken. And it went high in the air. Just never looked as if he was comfortable. And spilled it. And, you know, we've been seeing the hard catch has been taken here. Some real highlight catches. Yeah. And the easy ones are just going in and out of the palms. Uh, Jai Paul there, the off spinner, dropping that catch. Wouldn't be happy at all with that. Eight overs to go. The current run is 6.8, so it's getting down to be a runner ball. And with eight wickets in hand, Harry Pear will have to tool his magic. He's a Chinbago Night Riders off spinner. Remember the Titans, they lost yesterday. And if they go on to lose tonight with only two matches again for them to play, it's, it's going to be very hard from that point to qualify. Well, I'll tell you what would happen. If they lose tonight... I'm... Well, here's Carrie Pear. Oh, that's a powerful shot if there ever was one. All muscle. You stood there. And rocketed that to the fence. I have an answer for you for Viv Richard. You said if he would have been playing 2020 cricket. Mm. I'll tell you what. What's that? The manufacturers would have been in good business. Bring balls. They'll be making balls like mad. Yeah, he, he would have been a... Well, <laughs> I was about to say he would have been a legend. <laughs> well, he is a legend. Uh, even with all that, he is a legend. But I'm telling you, he'll have been lost in balls. The manufacturers will have been yeah. making balls. Look at the thickness of that bag. And this is wonderful work from our camera crew. Yes. Look at the thickness of that bag. Yeah, he is. He's balled him. No, not stump, I think. Maybe. He caught him groping forward. He was in no man's I land. I think he stumped. Yep. And he, he, he's out. He, I think he was con not knowing if to go forward or back and he's bold I believe we'll wait for the replay I wonder if he's stumped 
But uh, these these wicket keepers, man, quick hands. And I've been seeing that since the legend match. I watched my buddy there from Trinidad, the tall um, player that got uh, wicket keeper of the match. Uh, Fazal Jahur. Yes. Um, ever since then, man, the wicket keeping been of high standard. But we confirm, I think. You know, you know, it's 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 very sad. What? Um, well, I didn't see you to uh, report to you what had transpired. But what happened is that after. So it's 106 for three wickets. We're into over number 13. So Haspreet Singh is on 29. But he's gone. He's left the arena. But Dakwan Maholfra is on three from three. So Kerupir, um Yesterday he bowled three overs. Um, what? He got two wickets yesterday. He has one more today. And he didn't go for oh, two more today, so that's four. No, yesterday he was uh, pretty good. So Shihan Jayasuriya is coming in now. Yes, so they need wickets. And they've got two quick fast and in a hurry. So let us see. They have got to make some inwards. But this is his last. This is Pierre last over in 2020 cricket. Just four overs allotted to to any any bowler. So he's in his last. He's trying to work some magic here with his left arm, the golden arm. But well, he will need a lot of magic, I tell you. Jasper Malucha is still there. And of course, with the required rate, 6.5, it's not bad at all. Well, he gets off the mark right away. We're talking one around the corner. It takes the total on to 107 for three. And again, we're on the lights here at the Central Board Regional Stadium. So Malutra is on strike. Let's see what Pay has in store. Oh, that's a good delivery. You can see that one drifting in the air. And earlier on today, when John Ross Jagis he used to operate um, during his impressive spell of 3 for 12. You, you know him well. He played for your country in the CPL. You must say it right. He played for the winning team in the CPL. I think it's Nevis Patriot. Yeah. So that, that was excellent. And he continues good form. His good form. Yeah, this one plays it onto the pad. So Pay is creating some problems here. He's had a good tournament. He had 30 odd with the bat as well yesterday. Well, you know, the Ashes have started and England was in a spot of bother. As a matter of fact, first delivery of the of the game. Burns was bold, neck and crop. I think we could give an update in a minute. Yeah. I'll check it on my phone here. Yeah, we, can, uh, we can check it here for you as well, Ivor. Two weeks were down when I last checked in about, say, 30 minutes ago. Yeah, so the skipper Wood was in at the time, just got in. That was definitely that uh, 
in a position like that, Root will have to anchor the innings. He'll have to set Root. Uh, so we're just waiting to get that update from the test match. And, um, you know, the Ashes is what tournaments and, sorry, series like the Ashes is what keeps test cricket alive. You know, it's like, it's like India, Pakistan, but those guys are misbehaving at the moment. They're not playing each other. They're not speaking to each other. Well, you shouldn't <laughs> you know? say things. You should say India. We got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. Pakistan uh, wants to play. They yeah, definitely. They'll send them in the sea. Uh, they'll send them in the sky. Pakistan has always been willing to, to play. And the West East Cricket Board has been one of the foremost supporters of Pakistan cricket. At the moment, just to give you an update, with the test match being played, and I hope our good friend from England is taking note of uh, the test match, the Ashes match. England are 55 for four. So they would have lost two wickets since I last taken. Uh, Rory Burns, he was bowled by Mitchell Stark for what is called a golden duck. Dawid Malan, he was scored by Carrie Off. He's a word for six. And Joe Root could not anchor the innings. He was caught by Warnoff Hazelwood for a duck. Ben Stokes, welcome back, good old Stokesy. He was caught by Lambashani of the bowling of Cummins for five. Ollie Pope is on 14. And with him is Hasib Hamid, who is on 24. This comes from always, um, would you believe England is 55? England right now. They are 55 for four, and that represents a recovery. They were actually 29 for four. Yes, indeed. That's what I'm saying. They're in the spot of bother from ball one. And Anderson has reported sick, and they still did not play board. Any cause yeah. for concern? Well, I think they have decided to go for Ollie Pope. And we will see how that goes. I get your point. I get where you're coming from. It's, it's, sorry, Ollie Robinson. I get where you're coming from. Um, normally, they will rotate these guys. Anderson probably gets more games than Broad. Uh, similar type bowlers. Excellent bowlers. They, they want it well in pairs as well. Yeah. But I think they, they probably want the extra piece in mind. A bad delivery. Yes, and a proper cricket in shot. It was badly lined. It was outside the six. It just had to get the placement right, and he timed it well. Uh, he was well aware of where the fielders were, because he just went back and just guided it around the corner for four. Yep, he bat the spinners in his cap, and when the quicker bowlers come on, he calls for that helmet. What's the difference? You can still get your conk in the head. Ball can come off those thick edges and go straight in the, into your head, in your face. It is forced away through the offside. So Malutra is looking good as he normally does. He has been in tremendous form. He's a hard-hitting batsman. He's a strong man. Well, Punja Blues, they're cruising to to the victory line. They're, they're 115 for free. Titans... Yep. Is Duta. Shall we replace this down to backward point? No run. 
Listen to this. Josh Hazelwood, seven was four maiden, two for three. Skipper Pat Cummings, he's taken one for 16. Mitchell Stark, one for 25. Would you want to check and see if he's bowling with a marble? Whatever he's bowling with, his batsmen are finding it difficult. But the new talent on the block, Hasil Hamid, he is again looking to prop England up with 25 not out. And uh, that's good. He's just 24 years old. He's just 24 years old. He was born in Lancashire. Of course, he bowls leg break as well, but more of a batsman who can bowl. Six test matches for England. 359 runs in those six test matches. Very good start into a career. Let's hope it's going to be long. I like test cricket. That's my preferred mm-hmm. um, form of cricket. I want to agree with you. His average is 35.9. Early days. Early days, yes, but that's good. I could imagine his first class um, well, would be even better than that. Yeah, in six matches, he has scored four half centuries. And in his first class career, he has scored 4,123 4, runs, which is 4,123 more than you. His average is 32.72 with 122 as his best. Well, you're right. I've never played test matches. I mean, uh, when when I have to study for tests, I get an hour in juice box and I look at it and concentrate. Iva, please, I'm begging you, keep your day job. <laughs> this is over number 15 in progress. Uh, Riyad Emrit is bowling. He's having a little conversation. Well, Malocha is having a conversation with him. Emrit is not impressed. And we will see what will happen. At the moment, it's 9 p.m. at Central Borough Regional Park. And the action continues. My fellow commentators said I should keep my day job. Do you know what an insult that is? I had a test to do last week. I stayed up all night to study, to take Yourself, eh? <laughs> Emirate, that's a pong in this one into the track. So take something very special for the Blues to lose this. Emirate has bowled well. He's in his third over, just the 14 runs. Man from Tunapuna in Trinidad. And finish it properly. Go on with the CPL. And the I think he plays for... Uh, he plays for... The Patriots. I think it's Needis Patriots. Needis Patriots. Captain. Official yes, captain. Yes, he was the captain before Bravo came along, not so? Well, he got sick and that's how Bravo got in. But he officially, yeah. he's our captain. He's our captain. He's a good leader, Emirates. He has always yes. shown a good leadership capabilities. There's a bit of by-play going on here between himself. <laughs> and... Um, Jasker and Malotra. Malotra, yes. Well, I hope Linda doesn't get himself burnt out. He's been in all of the matches, I think, so far. Not easy standing there and concentrating, trust me. 
is with the way versatility. The Malaysian back. This man, they are very strong, risky players. A direct hit. Did he get him? Not out, says the umpire. A direct hit always brings some level of excitement. We had Everett is, is livid. We'll see the replay. Let's, let's get that replay going. And we'll rock and roll, rock and roll. There yes, it is. Yeah. So just back of a length, there was Jasuria flicking it around the corner. Out of our control now to see. Lovely pick up and throw. And it's very, very difficult. Oh, it was not a direct hit. So uh, probably a different camera angle. Emirates is, 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 is he's in the way. Uh, he's obscuring our view. Let's see again. And the only thing that Emirates and Sri might be arguing about is Jaya Surya. I think his bat might have been in the air. Uh, there was no indication to suggest he was sliding but or let me, let that bat okay, in. Well, let me clean it up for you. Since we couldn't see and we were obstructed, mm-hmm. the best person who was in that position was the square leg umpire. Well, the point umpire. And he said, not out. The point umpire. Okay, well, he's on point, the square. Let's say the, the, the umpire that was on square, he decided. See, if we consider that we play again, we'll have to have side on. We can only, we can only uh, suggest things. We can only take a, a guess without side on run out cameras. Right. You can't really determine that um, for sure. You're an umpire, so you would know that. Yes. But what Emmett did there, you notice what he did? He ran right across the pitch, past the protected area, and ran right across on the pitch. He should have been Wand. Yeah, umpires are very, very strict about that, maintaining the integrity of the pitch. That's too high, high. Too definitely high. high. But they're desperate for wickets, and that's the only way they can win this match, getting wickets. So, Truck him on the inside of the tie. He's asking him, what's what, really your on, problem? Man. It's like, come on, man. You're appealing for that? Come on, man. The ball almost going to my jewels here, man. His jewels? Did he have his jewels in his pocket? Okay, well, I've said that. I'm sticking to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all happening out there. And some of the players and officials of the Punjab Blues I see Imran Khan. He's there as well. He's a US All Stars player. And yep, so you can go around and see the blues. They're, they're looking very relaxed. Yes. Ignore saying the captain is standing there. Well, there's a conference over there. This camera can span and, and, and put it, put it on, on the, 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 what's happening out in the middle. I think they, well, the umpire needs some refreshment because the third umpire went out. Um, changing it, the ball. Oh, they're uh, changing the ball. They're actually changing the ball. And uh, the third umpire went out there with a box of balls because, um, you know, at times the ball gets discolored. So you have the dew.
when I uh, think the dew must have um, come in as well. Right, and it will get discolored because when the ball has moisture and it hits the turf, um, that could lead to some sort of discoloration. So the third umpire goes out there with a box of balls. He's a man with a lot of balls. So he went out there with it, and they, they, they chose the right one. It's them. He went out with them. But uh, I, you should be pleased to tell the, the folks that we had uh, the privilege of um, Mr. Brian Lauer. Did he come in via your private helicopter? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> no he, he walked in. Oh, he walked in. Okay. I think he was a, a guest of um, of uh, one of the the guys, uh, Miller, Jeff Miller, Jeff Miller, uh, who was at the ground, who has been at the ground, scouting for his players, and the brand, I think, was his guest. He did pay a courtesy call to chairman of Cricket Council USA, Mohammed Qureshi. So that's good. That's two more. So that's yet another Trinidadian who came through the two styles today. Hmm. There's, no, there's no one left in Trinidad. You're surrounded. You're surrounded by that. I'm telling you, I thought it was just an island that you're surrounded. We're surrounded by <laughs> Trinidadians. You can't get away. 123 for three. Hashif Ali. The short he pulls. Hits it hard onto the turf. They didn't time it as well as he would have liked. The placement, well, that's that didn't come into play at all because he hit it straight to deep backward square leg just for a single. So both batters are keep. Mm. So you think they're about, um, what, about to go down the slope or they still have to climb a mountain to get to that? Well... Oh, you're thinking really hard. I think it's easy. It's easy peasy, as you like to say. Easy peasy. So, Ali's going to continue around the wicket to Malutra. Mm, Looks very disappointed. Emrit comes into play again. Malutra has been winning a lot of matches for his respective teams. Ezali. The bad over so far. But 30 of 26, 7 wickets in hand, you would fancy the batting side. The towels are out. Like I said, the dew has come into play, and I guess that was one of the reasons why the Punjab Blues would have sent Titans in to take first knock, but they'll have some difficulty gripping this ball. Mm, uh, what a mm, shot. Mm. Full toss and helped on his way. He hardly struck that, and look at the distance it made. What a strong man, Jaskaran Malutra. Timing. 